Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve News Update with Kathy Romano. Today is April 20th, 420, for those of you keeping score, a Thursday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Police are investigating after a teenager was shot outside of a North Philadelphia Recreation Center on Wednesday afternoon. It happened around 4 p.m. near 9th and Jefferson Streets at the Dendy Recreation Center. Police say a 15-year-old male was sitting on a bench when he was shot in the back by a masked gunman. He was taken to St. Christopher's Hospital for Children, where he was placed in stable condition. Since 2019, there have been more than 300 shootings at city rec centers. <laughs> Last week, the city held a press conference at the Dendi uh, to announce the installation of over 100 security cameras to be placed there and at 13 other rec centers. It's all in an effort to deter crime. No arrests have been made in Wednesday's shooting. Police did release an image of a suspect being sought in the case. The man was last seen wearing a white mask, a black North Face jacket, black sweatpants with distinct writing above the knees, and green New Balance sneakers, according to investigators. The suspect is considered armed and dangerous. Facebook users who had an active account at any point between May 24th, 2007 and December 22nd, 2022 can now apply to receive a piece of a parent company Meta's $725 million settlement related to the Cambridge Analytica scandal. Meta in December agreed to the payment to settle a long-standing class action lawsuit accusing it of allowing uh, Cambridge Analytica and other third parties to access private user information and misleading users about its private practices. The legal battle began four years ago following an international outcry from the company's disclosure that the private information of as many as 87 million Facebook users was obtained by Cambridge at data and a data analytics uh, firm that worked with the Trump campaign. The uh, California judge overseeing the case granted preliminary approval of the settlement late last month and Facebook users can now apply for a cash payment as part of the settlement. The claim form which requires a few personal details and information about the user's Facebook account can be filled out online or printed and submitted by mail. The form takes only a few minutes to complete and must be submitted by August 25th to be included as part of the settlement. It's not yet clear how much each settlement payment will be. Uh, the fund will be distributed to class members who submit valid claims based on how long they have uh, had an active Facebook account. I think the one time I pursued finding out how much I would have gotten through a class action suit it was something like $2.50, like a crazy yeah, yeah. low amount. Yeah, yeah I, was in, I was in on a uh, uh, class action lawsuit. And every now and then we would get a check for like $1.76, yeah, yeah. you know, something wow. like that. I, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm getting one. Um, mine's much bigger than yours. Uh, it's $25. Oh, wow. <laughs> you must have been directly involved. <laughs> Drinks on you. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know anything about it. It had to do with uh, Audi, and I owned an Audi at some okay. point in that time and got, uh, you know, something in the mail, and I filled it out and because I didn't know how much it was. Yeah. And I was like, you're getting 25 bucks. So when, when we would get this little chump change uh, bit of money, it was nice knowing that the people that we were getting it from were having to pay, pay this because right. they yeah. messed up royally. They were right. it was a total yeah. scam. Do you job. remember what it was involving? Yeah, it was our movers. Oh, oh 
Oh, those scumbags. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, from that long, when you moved from Delaware County out to yeah. where you yeah. live? Oh, they wow. They basically held this furniture hostage. I remember yep. this. And they were doing that to a bunch of people, yeah. so they got this class action That's suit crazy. that we were a part of. Yeah, well, that, yeah absolutely then. Yep. A final settlement approval hearing is set for September 7th. Settlement payments will be distributed after the court's approval, assuming that there are no pe- no appeals. Uh, Meta did not admit to any wrongdoing as part of the settlement. Facebook has made changes in the wake of the incident. For the first time, a town on the Jersey Shore will have a recreational marijuana store open to the public. Starting today, MPXNJ on South New York Avenue in Atlantic City will transition from being solely a medical marijuana dispensary to being open for adult-use cannabis mm. as well. Uh, the city picked April 20th. Mm. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the day the store will open for recreational use. (laughs) How did we get here? Atlantic City Mayor Marty Small questioned during his press conference Wednesday. He admitted that he used to be against legalizing adult-use cannabis. However, he says he changed his mind partially because of the tax incentives a new industry presents. And he got his hands on some really good bud. (laughs) Yeah, he had some good bud, some kind. Uh, And he came around. Blown away, present. So over here where the Target is on City Line, I, uh, I'm going over to like uh, you know just to do some shopping in the in the area. I guess it was the California Pizza Kitchen is now a dispensary. Now the, well, you know, no, what's it's, no, it's not. It's so there's a scam. It's not a scam. It's Kratom. Um, so Kratom. That's what the, the, the so here's the deal. There there's like two ways to I guess get the uh license? No, no, the the um THC-ish like sort of uh potency out of the strain and okay. uh, so you, one you I guess you get it from the bud and then there's another one where you get it from the hemp. So then what is the store? So they they are so, so it's like I if anything they're selling like Delta 8 and Delta 9. All right. I have no idea. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's just a different way to extract. So why is it a scam? Because, um, like, for the same reason down, like, the Jersey Shore, you can't get, uh, even though it's recreational in New Jersey, you can't get, like, uh, THC uh, stuff that you can either so smoke or eat. what is this place doing? It, it looks like it. Does it get you high? Does the stuff you it, get, get, it, it you, gets you It gets you high. Okay. But it's not. I, some, it's not listen, THC. I, I'm, I'm He's so saying far, you, they still sell California pizza. Okay. I'm, I'm so far out of the game that I, that I can't explain okay, it right. properly. But, but it there says, are it other says dispensary. It said, I believe that's what it said, right? So I don't know. it's dispensing this, I guess. Well, right. now there, there's a dispensary right over here. Yeah, um, right on. Yeah, right on. City you're line. saying over by California Pizza yeah, Kitchen. Yeah, yeah. That's not a. Dispensary. He's talking about a different place. Casey yeah. is. He's saying there's a legit right. dispensary. And I'm saying like this place that I was over by says Target dispensary. I thought it said dispensary. Uh, yeah. Wait. Well, what I was going to say, Steve, is um, for people like us who who don't go to these, right? Like, there, I can leave. Like I drove by one near me, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is right here!" Like I right. had no idea. And, like it just, but for they're whatever popping reason, up like crazy. Popping they? up yeah. like crazy. But I mean, I just, it, I, I'm sure it's been there a while. But I just happened to glance over while I was at a red light, and I was like, "Oh, look at Kathy, that!" We're in the middle of a <laughs> California pizza crisis. <laughs> so the difference. Where here, do we get it, Steve? The, the place oh, over here that's this. that's a dispensary. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't go in there because I don't have a medical card. Right. This place over here by California Pizza Kitchen, I can go in there and mm-hmm. get stuff. But you're but you're getting a different kind of product. It's not. Uh, but you, you're going to get the real deal if you have the uh, the medical marijuana. Both will get you high. I don't know. I, I would have to do a side by side taste comparison. Well, okay, and I will do that. I will. We'll I will do add two of those and Skittles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. So okay. So. 
this place here. Do you need a card? The one in, the, in Atlantic City? No, that's yeah. what they're saying. Or like, no, that's that's recreational. Yeah. Okay. But it will be marijuana. The stuff over here that, that, that you can go to, you don't need a medical card in Pennsylvania, is not marijuana. All right. So okay. you still need a card in Pennsylvania to get that? Yes, you okay. have to have a medical card in Pennsylvania, yes. Okay, so the mayor signed the business license for MPXNJ uh, on Wednesday. While legal, marijuana use is still being regulated. Atlantic City has established a green zone where marijuana businesses can operate. Of the 48 blocks in Atlantic City, the zone encompasses 24 blocks from Maryland to Boston Avenues. Buyers are required to only use the product on private property, meaning they can't smoke on the beach or the boardwalk. Okay, Nick, pull up. Is this the place across the street, Nick? Yeah, Casey, I think it's pronounced Kratom. Somebody texted that in. Oh, I'm okay. not sure. I haven't been either, so I don't know. So it's derived from hemp. Uh, it's a cannabinoid, a natural cannabinoid. Uh, it's called Delta 8, this this product that Nick pulled uh, cannabinoid deliver uh, derived from hemp with uh, psychotropic properties. So maybe it can give you some kind of a thing, but I, I don't it can know. Yeah. You, it can get you high, but it's not the same thing. It's it's like some weird little loophole. Well, look, it looks, the, so the, the, the presentation's very potty looking. Hold it on. Was, yeah. Here we go. So, but do we want to get this cleared up? Because yeah. we have, uh, well, it is 420. Florin, who manages a head shop, can tell us this. Hey, Florin, good morning. Morning, guys. What's up? Hey, bud. So can you spell this out for us so... Non-stoned individuals can understand this. <laughs> yeah, of course. So Delta 9 THC is a THC that's commonly found in marijuana. It's the one that you and I all love. Okay. Yeah. Now, Delta 8 is just the name of the molecule. Uh, it's about the a molecule from hemp, um, which is in the same family of plants as cannabis. In 2018 was the farm bill that legalized hemp for manufacturing uses. So that's when you saw a lot of CBD appear in, like, Walmart and Target and other big stores. And that's when scientists and growers found a natural way to extract THC out of hemp. Okay. Uh, now, what's the difference between the two as far as the um, uh, sensation that you get from using it? Yeah. So I always tell my customers that um, I use a alcohol analogy. So if, um, as far as potency, so if regular cannabis is... You know, you're Johnny Walker. It's your scotch. Okay. Um, then Delta 8 is like a nice beer or a nice glass of wine. Now, use enough of it. You'll get the same effect, believe me. Oh, well, okay. okay. Less potent. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, less potent. But also, um, because it's in the same family of plants as cannabis, you know, at least in my shop where I am over in Audubon, uh, you know, gummies, flour, pre-rolls, cartridges, chocolate bars, et cetera, and so forth. All right. All right. Well, so it's not a scam. It's just something no, different. It's compl- exactly. It's okay. completely natural. You have to be 21 to get it, but you don't need a med card. All you right. don't need a med okay. card. And they also sell this stuff at, like, gas stations and well, stuff that's like so, that. So, yeah. so it's the same right. stuff you can get, like he said, at Walmart. Um, Some stuff. Like CBD, mostly. That's CBD. Right. CBD's okay. not the same. Got it. A lot of acronyms. Yeah. 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 Got it. Got it. All right. Thank you, Florin. Appreciate it, man. No problem, guys. Happy 420, by the way, buddy. <laughs> All right. If I may, yeah. uh, if everyone's interested, uh, Audubon Village Smoke and Vape, uh, the Audubon Village Shopping Center. Right All right. Place. All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks, Good luck guys. with everything. Later. Yeah. The store says going forward, it will split operational hours between medical and recreational sales. It will be open to the public for the first time starting today at 11 a.m. And this is the place in Atlantic City. All right. In sports this morning. <laughs>
And the Phillies took two of three in the series by beating the White Sox 5-2 last night in Chicago. Yeah. Trey, Tur- is this? Trey Turner hit his first home run as a Philly and had three hits. Brandon Marsh also hit a home run, and Taiwan Walker pitched into the seventh inning. The Phils are back home tonight to open up a four-game series against the Colorado Rockies. Matt Stram will get the start. First pitch is scheduled for 640. The Sixers, who lead their first-round series against the Nets, two games to none, return to the court tonight for game three. And Brooklyn tip-off is at 730. In last night's games, the Grizzlies beat the L.A. Lakers 103-93 in Memphis. The Milwaukee Bucks beat the Miami. Miami Heat 138 to 122. Both of those series are tied at one game apiece. And the Denver Nuggets beat the Minnesota Timberwolves 122 to 113. And the Nuggets lead that series two games to none. In the NHL playoffs, the Carolina Hurricanes beat the New York Islanders 4-3 in overtime and now lead that series two games to none. The Florida Panthers beat the top-seeded Bruins 6-3 in Boston. In the West, the Stars won easily, beating the Minnesota Wilds 7-3. And the Oilers beat the LA Kings 4-2 in Edmonton. Each of those series are tied at one game apiece. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you so much, Kathy. And yes, indeed, welcome to the 420 day that uh, is recognized by a few people here and there. But otherwise, it's uh, Thursday morning. Yes. And we're happy to have you on board because we've got money to give away and people to talk to and things to do. So we will do that very thing. Speaking of the money, MMR's concert cash keyword, 8 a.m. and uh, 10 p.m., 10 a.m. this morning. Uh, your opportunities to get on board. And, of course, it happens at noon and 3 and 5 as well. We've been giving away money left and right. It's crazy. Hand, hand over fist, yeah. as they say, Steve. Absolutely. Uh, so We're just fisting away. Let's keep fisting uh, with that cash. We'll do it throughout the course of the morning. Uh, we also have something by today. Um, our buddy John DeBella is coming by. For good reason. Why are we having John DeBella on our program? Because John is being inducted into the Philadelphia Walk of Fame today. Yep, we're very happy for John. He deserves it. Uh, just like Pierre did a couple of years ago. And so there's uh, the induction ceremonies today. Uh, so we'll pop John on and see how he feels about it. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yes. John's a, John's a good guy. We love hanging out with him. So, um, And we have other things that we can give away throughout uh, the morning as well. So, um, yeah, let's take a break and come back in a second. We'll get to the entertainment report. I do have a 420-related question oh, all right. that we will ask for a stupid question. And then we'll dive into everything else. Stay put because we'll be back in just a moment. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests, but some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. 
Listen up. Some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90NATION, or visit windownation.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's give something away. We have a pair of tickets to see comedian Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. They're going to be performing Saturday, June 17th at the Met in Philadelphia. And the question that we pose to you, 420 question, I promised you. What musician gave us the song, Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die? Mm-hmm. 215263, WMMR. If you know the answer to that, then you should call us now. What musician gave us a song titled, Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die? And if you know the answer to that, we'll set you up. I'm going to go through some birthdays. Let's see who have 420 birthdays today. We'll start with actress Carmen Electra. Did a turn on Baywatch in the movie Starsky and Hutch. I don't know much other of Carmen Electra being in high profile wise. I mean, she, she was, was a, a prince uh, discovery, was she not? A musician yep. uh, for a little bit. Oh, Marissa's pantomiming basketball. Yes. Was she in that? No. Yeah. Uh, no. She uh, was in The Last Dance. Yeah. Well, Yasmin Bleeth was in basketball. Right, right. And, oh, Marissa's got it confused. Yeah, right. there you go. So, yeah, right. They look very much alike, her and Yasmin Bleeth. Well, the last dance has bit. to do with basketball, and she was in that because she was with Rodden for a stretch. Yeah, okay. remember that? They went off and had a, uh, uh, in fact, they got married in Las Vegas. Yeah, and Jordan came into the room to yell at Rodman for not having his head in the game, and <laughs> Carmen Electra was hiding <laughs> under the sheets. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, she's pretty stunning. She's uh, 51 years old today. Jessica Lang has her birthday, and boy, has she been in a lot. Uh, Ton of stuff. I remember King Kong. It was the first time I saw her. Yep, me too. And then uh, she was in that movie, Francis. About the actress who had a lobotomy, I believe it was. I do remember in King... One of my favorite parts in King Kong is King Kong starts, like, taking her top off with with his fingernail. By the way, you know there's a scene that's similar to that in the original Fay Ray King Kong. No kidding. And you actually see her sort of naked... Um, so they, before the Hayes Commission kicked in, which is the restrictive censorship uh, uh, film bureau, yeah, uh, you would see that stuff occasionally. Mm, okay, in the early Tarzan movies, there's nudity. Uh, Steve, also your one of your all time favorite movies in a movie I love as well, Big Fish. Oh God, I love that She's movie. That. Yep, Cape Fear, Postman Always Rings Twice, Tootsie, a whole bunch of stuff. She is seventy four years old today. Ryan O'Neill. It's a miracle that guy's still alive. He's 82 years old. Uh, hardcore drug problem. Yeah. Well, the, the family. It, and the it, family. It went yeah. down to, to Tatum O'Neill and his son Griffin. Yep. Uh, an incredibly dysfunctional family, but I like him in movies. Yeah. Love Story, Paper Moon, to name a couple. Uh, he is 82 today. Remember the main event where he was a boxer? I do remember that yeah. movie, yeah. Uh, George Takei. Oh, Mr. my God. Mr. Sulu of the original Star Trek series has his birthday. You are... A douchebag. And that's him. Uh, Celebrates his 86th birthday today. Still still a very active gentleman. So it's him and Shatner. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the only two of that that cast that uh, that remain. Isn't that funny that the... The, the two who dislike each other the most. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, uh, Fish has a song called George Takei, right? No, no. They did a, they do these a vocal jam at the end of the song, and the vocal jam ended up them singing George Takei. Okay. okay. 
Yeah. You don't like the song. Oh, okay. No, I, thought no, it no. Caught on. I thought it was a thing. I thought it caught on. I remember you telling me about it. Yeah, but it we was just actually, like a... I believe we even have audio, but it's, you know, I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm over the vocal jam. When Whenever they do the vocal jam, I'm like, What okay. has happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, it was a, cute at first. All right. Dave. He's 86 today. It's adorable. What about the vacuum cleaner thing? You still like that? No. Okay. No, I mean. John he... Fishman, the drummer, comes out and plays a vacuum cleaner. Essentially blows into the, or makes these noises into the the tube of the vacuum. So you're getting a little more discerning in your. Well, no, no these you matured things, as a fish fan. These things were cute in the beginning right. when they were 23 years old. Family, and, yeah, and then yeah. you get a family, and it's like I, I can't. Now it's just children. embarrassing. I don't have time for vacuum cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> I should have you listen to 15 seconds of a vocal jam, and you'll go, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." I, I understand what you're saying. Okay, okay. Uh, so he's 86. Crispin Glover, uh, uh, the very odd actor. Uh, of course, from Back to the Future, hence the song here. Uh, River's Edge is a trippy movie. I always like that movie. He's just a, a, it, that is that movie is that'll bring you down and live with you for a while. It's bizarre. Yeah, uh, and. Charlie's Angels. He plays yes. the creepy thin man as well. Uh, he is celebrating his 59th birthday. Uh, Don Mattingly. I got a <laughs> Mr. Mustache, uh, yep. uh, New York Yankees. He is 62 today. Uh, it is also Joey Lawrence's ah! birthday today. Yeah. Don't know what yep. the future. That's anybody's guess. Yeah. I am so used to hearing the Spanish I version know. of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's disappointing when you hear the English version. That playing this throws me off. Is this Dr. Somebody? Dr. Dr. John. Dr. John. Dr. Okay. John singing the theme song. Yeah. The sun is going to show this this make you want to dance, Kath? <laughs> Can you do the bosom dance? Uh, yeah. Uh, so Joey Lawrence celebrates his 47th birthday today. Uh, it's also Andy Serkis's birthday. That guy's had a career. Yes, he has. He, he basically invented motion capture acting. Yeah. And is called upon all the time to do that. But now he's directing his own movies. He directed that a Venom sequel. Yeah. Um, he's, he's being called upon by the Marvel. But you're right, Steve Gollum yeah. uh, from Lord of the Rings. That was a huge breakout role for him. And he was just the voice. Did he? He did the motion. He, he did, did the, the motion as yeah. well? Okay. And, and um, in the MCU, because we're playing this, he plays that character Claw. Uh, from Age of Ultron, and then went on to uh, the Black Panther film as well. I like that character. <laughs> He's a good villain. Yeah. I did the motion capture stuff in the Planet of the Apes movies, too. He yes, was he did. Yeah. Uh, and he was in Andor, and Andor, in my humble opinion, is the best, by far, Star Wars, Star Wars show that's uh, that's existed. So okay. now, Nick, with this season of The Mandalorian, which has been disappointing, yeah, and then I agree with you. Yeah, it ended strong, Steve. I don't know if you're going to go back. And I'm, I'm going, you, no, I absolutely will. You yeah. were, I, and I don't blame you for being mad at the Jack Black Lizzo episode, but <laughs> Uh, the, it ended uh, well, but yeah, Good. Andor is fantastic. The Black Jack, Jack Black Lizzo uh, episode? There is a that. cameo episode. Right, which, it, it's poorly done. It's just there's no reason to do it. Okay. And between bad. that and over-highlighting uh, Gogru, the uh, baby Yoda, it's too much. Okay. Uh, Andy Serkis is 59. Uh, Shamar Moore, the actor, Criminal Minds, uh, like dangerously handsome You're, gentleman. Your wife gets yeah. a whole pass on yeah. him, right? Yeah, Rochelle loves him. Who do you get in return? Uh, I get um, uh, Kathy. Oh, wow. Crack at her. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a dream come true. No, Kathy says that all the time. No, thank you. If only. Oh, thanks anyway. Do you know what it's like having to stare across a console and see him every morning? 
He said thanks anyway. <laughs> I got that a lot in high school. <laughs> oh, thanks anyway. Thanks anyway. Thanks anyway. It's so oh, sweet. No, You're no, such a good friend. No. It's so funny. I find you repugnant. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. I, the, the sing-songy way she yeah. said it, you can tell Kathy has said that many times uh-huh. in her life. No. Thanks anyway. I appreciate the drink, you are You are such a nice person. <laughs> My friends no. are also thirsty. What if I look like Shamar Moore? <laughs> then maybe. Okay. All right. He's 53 Strong today. maybe. Uh, Miranda Kerr, the Australian supermodel, a big birthday for her. She turns the 4-0 today. And then the final birthday, a 420 birthday for the amazing, wonderful Clint Howard. Wow. He turned 64 today. I was literally watching him in something yesterday. He is in so many movies. Uh, I was watching. um, (laughs) He's great. I'm watching the series From the Earth to the Moon. It was like my fourth go through on it. It's on HBO Max. And I'm sure enough, there he pops up, and of course he's in Apollo 13, and he's in Cocoon. Pretty much everything that Ron Howard has directed, he's been in. What's his greatest moment on film? Is it him in, in Little Nicky uh, when he's dancing in his room with the he's got the uh, the bondage equipment on? All that oh stuff? my god. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's hilarious. There are so many good scenes with him. I liked him in The Waterboy as yeah. well. It's one, oh, of the, God, yeah. one of the fans in the in the uh, stands. But uh, he's great, man. Yeah. We've talked to him a few times over the years, and uh, he's he's a likable guy. So he turns uh, 64 years old today. All right, let's see if someone knows the answer to this stupid question. For 20-themed, what musician gave us the song, Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die? We are going to go to Mike for the answer. Hey, Mike, good morning. Yo, you got rock. So oh. Do work. oh, it's okay. All right, buddy. Do me a favor. Tell me what musician gave us a song, Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die? Sir Willie Nelson. Sir, Sir Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson. He was knighted. <laughs> that needs to happen. All right, Mike, hang on a second. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to see comedians Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee of the Bad Friends Podcast Saturday, June 17th at the Met in Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Complete details at WMMR.com. Oh, we don't have smoke yet. Roll me around Dude, one of the funniest things ever is seeing uh, Snoop Dogg talk about... How hardcore of a smoker Willie Nelson Couldn't is like? Keep up. Like Snoop is just like shaking his yeah. head, going, "Man, how's that dude do it? I can't." He's yeah. like, "I can't even get in the same ballpark with that guy." And Snoop, is, he's is, is a, an expert yeah, yeah. weed smoker. So, gotta love Willie Nelson. All right, we're going to start off with the Entertainment Report talking about the PR problems surrounding Marvel star Jonathan Major. Of course, he was arrested back on March 25th, charges of strangulation, assault, and harassment in relation to an alleged incident of domestic abuse. Well, they're about to get even hairier. Uh, This per Variety reports that multiple abuse victims of majors have come forward since the incident and are now cooperating with the Manhattan District's attorney office. Now, like you've said many times, everybody deserves their day in court. Yes. If they are accused of something, we'll have to wait and see what happens. And sometimes people do pile on and lie. It's absolutely true. It, but on the other side, if yeah. you are the movie company dealing with an investment, and that's the sad nature of this, is yeah. that they may not have time to wait it out and see what the story is as they're planning yes. the future of the franchise. And the guy may very well have done this stuff. Yes. So who knows? But. 
News of this development comes as numerous organizations associated with majors continue to back away from him or at least exhibit extreme caution. The elephant in the room is, of course, Marvel, which has invested heavily in majors and which has so far been entirely silent on this topic. Not only is majors Kang at the center of the company's plans for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, including a starring role in the already shot second season of Loki, Fox Searchlight also shelled out big bucks for his critically lauded festival darling Magazine Dreams. Uh, The Variety piece outright quotes one industry insider as saying most people in Hollywood are waiting to see what Marvel will do. Uh, If nothing else, the new Variety story about the multiple alleged abuse victims suggests that uh, this issue is not going to resolve itself in a quick fashion. Uh, Major's lawyer has issued a statement asserting that John of the Majors is innocent and has not abused anyone, and he will be fully exonerated. You know what might force their hand, and I was thinking about this yesterday, Steve, is like if some of his co-stars in these future movies refuse to work with him, you know, and if they look at an issue like this yep. and think, you know, I'm not going to be in the same movie as John of the Majors on principle, yep. um, then Marvel's going to have to be like, we'd rather have, I don't know, Paul Rudd. Than, than Jonathan Majors. And that, yeah. So that, that all of that is, is a possibility. And then what happens is one of the big things on a film set is getting insurance. Yeah. So, and, and you insure against stuff like this happening. But uh, yeah, there's, there's a whole maelstrom of things. I mean, it's not like he's a secondary character. He's going to be the main, yeah. na- he's the new yeah. Thanos. I mean, this Kang dynasty yeah. is the, one of the yeah. names of the movies coming up, and he's Kang. Wow. All right, well, we'll follow it, obviously, and tell you what's going on. Miss uh, Kang, if you're nasty. Actress <laughs> Jessica Chastain clarified her rule about signing autographs after a video of her refusing to sign a copy of the book The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo uh, went viral on TikTok, and the clip showed uh, the star telling a fan, I can't sign that just because I'm not doing it. Uh, and she clarified what that meant. She said, I've been asked multiple times by fans to sign books that I'm not attached to contractually because it feels wrong and like I'm taking credit for someone else's work. I'll say that I can't sign because I'm not doing it. That doesn't mean I've read a bad script. Uh, She said, I know how excited many of you are about adaptations. Please don't read too much into that video. Uh, There is a no news. uh, There is no news about anything except that I'm on stage until June 10th. Hope to see you. And then she hashtagged it a doll's house. So she has been the subject of several fan campaigns to star as Celia St. James in a film adaptation of that book. Yeah. So people want her to play this role. But she doesn't feel comfortable she, signing it if she's not attached to it. Yeah, exactly. So it's not her refusing to sign an autograph because she doesn't want to sign an autograph for you. It's because she's not a part of that. Yeah, I can so, see that. I like her a lot. Yeah. I, she's somebody I would love. I would love to, to see to. her enter the Marvel Universe away from Ooh. the X-Men as uh, uh, Tammy Faye Baker. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. Right? What? I didn't see that coming. Hell right? Yes. That yeah. would be so cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, her powers would have to do with makeup and hair. And her eyelashes. Like, and the eyelashes. <laughs> like, like, you know, who, who oh God, I'm having a, who has the, the voice that, uh, the, the voice that could destroy planets? Oh, uh, 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 Black Bolt? Black Bolt. Yes. The, the, her eyelashes clapping <laughs> would be the same. It causes a yeah. a, a vibration yeah. that can shatter the very foundation and, and tectonic plates. When she starts crying, you don't want to make her cry. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Okay. Uh, Travis Barker penned a touching tribute to his wife, Kourtney Kardashian Barker, on her 44th birthday. And the son, uh, who, 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 do they have kids together, don't they? No. They, not yet. They they just got, well, wait a minute. Yeah, they, her, they, 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 she had, 
They she has baby. kids. Yeah, right? No, they have kids separate from each other. They oh, just right. got married. I know. Uh, okay. hell. He's There's... got Alabama, right? Yes. And, he does have a kid named And Alabama. Bob Barker. And Bob Barker. And so, then she's got kids with the uh, Scott guy. Scott Disick. Yep. It is hard. It's hard to keep track of it. Scott Don't worry. I got, a, I got a notepad over here and we everything. Keep, you should keep an entertainment family tree behind you, Preston. <laughs> so the drummer wrote on Instagram Wednesday, my soulmate. My soulmate. I'm so grateful that today you were born. You deserve everything your heart desires. Nothing makes me happier than seeing you smile. You stole my heart the moment we met. Happy birthday to the most beautiful, amazing woman to walk the face of the earth. I love you, my wife. I can't wait till they're battling in court. I was just going to say four months, Steve, four months. You're a whore! You're a stinking whore! Oh my god! I mean, it does happen. Doesn't it does it? happen. Uh-huh. Look at work. look at some of the early stuff. You want to talk about one of the most contentious battles in in celebrity history? Alec Baldwin and uh, uh, Kim uh, Bassinger. Yes. yes, Jesus Christ, yeah. that was like brutal. And if you look at the early stuff, they're in love. Yeah, yep. we're in love. Mm-hmm. So Courtney responded to that a post saying, "I'm crying because oh, you make me so God. happy." I love you, my husband. I love Wait you, a my second. husband. Is she playing Connect Four case here? Oh my god! Wait, and it's like to... it's like oh, like, it's a like Tiffany a Golden yeah. Connect Who Four. She is connect... <gasps> I will kick her ass. I in that. love it. Oh my god! So what we're referring to here, since it's a photo, uh, is her in front of a Connect Four game, and they have gold pieces, and maybe the others are made of. I don't know. What would they, they're the blacks the or black, some kind yeah. of obsidian or something. Or onyx, maybe. Yeah, yeah. onyx was a good oh call. God. So, Chris Jenner also shared some touching words for her beautiful firstborn and shopping buddy. Uh, the momager wrote, It truly feels like yesterday that you were born. I can't believe how fast the time has gone. I can remember every precious, incredible milestone and how you came along that day and stole our hearts. You are such an, <laughs> an incredible blessing. And made all my dreams of becoming a mommy come true. A momager. Yep. All right, so some major stars wish they hadn't turned down the opportunity to appear in Steven Soderbergh's Ocean's Eleven. George Clooney said at the TCM Film Festival conversation with the director, some very famous people I know told us to F right off. And he said Mark Wahlberg, Johnny Depp, uh, there were others. Uh, they regret it now. And then he said, I regret doing effing Batman. Uh, Variety also reports. <laughs> Listen now they got Julia Roberts to join the cast. They sent her a script, and they sent her a $20 bill along with it. Oh, my God. And so <laughs> she thought that was funny. They're all good buddies with her. Yeah. She's like, uh, she works in that group. Yeah. I that, I really enjoy those movies. I do, too. Yeah, too. I think they're, they're fun. I love caper movies. Yeah. I didn't make it through Ocean's 12, it's though. All right. It's all right. I watched, like... 15 or 20 minutes of it, and it took such a departure from the first one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this, I'm, I'm out. And it, I never really went back to it. You don't once. need a lot. Like the Now You See Me movies. Anything that's a, it's a caper that has sort of, you know, a good ensemble. Yeah. It'll get me every time. I really liked Ocean's 13, though. At 12, yes. it was just kind of weird. And yep. then, like, Julia 13. Roberts was sort of playing Julia Roberts in it at, at one stretch. And Bruce Willis shows up as Bruce Willis. It was... It was so inside and so, like, uh, breaking the fourth wall or whatever. Yep. Yeah. But 13 was really good. And, and I thought Tom Pacino was terrific as sort of the bad guy. Yep. Uh, so, Bridget Fonda has no plans to return to acting. Uh, in video obtained by the Daily Mail, the 59-year-old single white female star told a paparazzo that she has no plans to return to Hollywood. He's asking, 
you know, would you like to do it? And she said, no. She said, it's too nice being a civilian. So I watched this video, and yeah. uh, I believe her 100%. I think Hollywood, all of that is past her. She seems 100% authentic, and she's like, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm over that now. I, you could hold a gun to my head. Yeah, yeah. And ask me who she was, and I would yeah, never, never be know. able to tell you. She looks completely different. Obviously, she's put on a lot of weight, but, I mean, she looks happy, you know, and everything. But I would not have recognized her at all. But she's not. She Who's has no... husband again? Is it, is it uh, from, from uh, the composer uh, from Oingo Boingo? Oh, Danny, Danny Elfman? Elfman? Are they is, married? Is Danny Elfman the husband? Can you do a quick check on that? Yep. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Oh, no. There we go. All right. Well, she's living a great life because yeah. he has a very successful career. So good for her. All right. I have story of some uh, someone who has changed their <gasps> hair. There's a problem here, though, Preston. When what? you do this, you got to give Kathy time to get the word out to the TV networks so that <laughs> so that they know to cover these. Well, this one is a little different than usual. Sometimes it's usually a, a young starlet or a pop singer or something like that. This time around, it's vocalist Steve Perry. Oh my oh, God! Right. The seventy-year-old, seventy-four-year-old talented singer was seen during a hike in Los Angeles on Tuesday as he was seen for the first time rocking long gray hair oh, after wow. decades of sporting jet black locks. So essentially, he's, he's gone gray. He's not coloring his hair anymore. Yeah. Uh, he looks good. Uh, he's dressed for comfort as he sported a black zip-up hoodie with blue basketball shorts and a pair of dark green hiking boots. And he also has a little bit of gray scruff on his face as he finished off the look with a pair of sunglasses with clear plastic frames. Uh, the front man is best known for having jet black locks. So no doubt this natural gray look is quite the change of pace for him. But he's out getting some exercise. It looks like he's got headphones on. And What was the original, I forget, okay. for the departure from Journey? Was it contention with the other band members was something with his voice was it or what there what was precipitated that? I, I remember the behind the music vh1 right, yeah. was such a that was such a great series when that was around but um he and needed to get i think yeah there was there was something he was getting sick or something right. like that and they were trying to push look we need to tour we need to right. tour. He's like no i have to Vocal i gotta rest. take a break now before that there were also um uh, conflicts of, of personalities. Right. They, they weren't getting along, right. bottom line. But there was something that, that apparently was the last straw. He's like, no, you can't make me do this. I am i can't go out and perform like this. Yeah. And then they just said, screw it. So, but Which is too bad because he's unbelievable. He's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, uh, But he's gone gray now. And, uh, and he doesn't really do much anymore. He does the Christmas uh, albums. And, At least uh, that video showing him in the studio recording. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, it's been about two and a half years since Mike Tyson last stepped into a boxing ring. He fought Roy Jones in an exhibition at the Staples Center about that resulted in a split draw. Uh, the fight was Tyson's first in over 14 years after saying shortly after his retirement that he wanted to participate in exhibition matches, but it never came to fruition beyond just one battle in 2006. Well, he's now 56. He's taking another extended break from the ring, but he says another exhibition could be in his future. Oh. He told TMZ Sports, I'm just chilling out. I did that. I wanted to do that. I did that. God, I'd love to see him. He's very eloquent. I'd love to see <laughs> I'd love to see him get back in the ring. But he said, uh, never say never. He said, people also in Saudi Arabia wants me to do this stuff, too. Yeah, I'm sure, man. I don't know. I could be persuaded. 
Uh, he didn't give a price primarily because he did not want to speak in hypotheticals. However, I don't know if you can say hypotheticals. Uh, but however, when the dollars disparaging my speaking patterns are in front of him, he will start to think about it more. He said, when I see the money, my mind works clearer. I can't express myself clearly now financially. When I see the paper, the light just comes on. So he's making some heavy money. He's got cannabis uh, yeah, yeah. farm. You know who he's hanging out with today? Who's he hanging out with? Ric Flair. Oh, my they God. Are, they're celebrating 420 together in Kansas City, Missouri. I'd pay yeah. to sit in that room. Did yeah. you, did it's you called see the... the Smoky Rivers 420 Fest, and it's hanging out in uh, in KC together. Did you guys <laughs> see the footage of those two smoking their own blunts? Uh, they were outside somewhere. Ric Flair and Mike Tyson? Yes. Oh. Uh, it ended up on my, um, probably my Instagram feed or my Twitter feed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're looking we're at it now, Case. Yeah. Of them. Yeah, they're just sitting there smoking a... I mean... Who smokes a, an entire blunt to their head? You know, like, that's for sharing. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, if, if you got your own company or whatever, yeah. you can spark it up and crush it out whenever you want. So Yeah, I, uh, I was walking into the fashion district the other day, and some dude was smoking a blunt right outside the door. I was like, oh, I guess this is what we're doing now. We're just smoking out in the open, yeah, out smoking the open. weed. Yeah. Well, it's good enough for Ric Flair. Uh, so, I love this video. Of Rick, and that's uh, Jaleel, Jaleel White what? is in that Woo! video, too. Did I smoke that? <laughs> Oh, my God. Wow. That's funny. We may have Tyson on the show in a couple of weeks. All right. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Excellent. And it, what's crazy is we're going to have Michael Spinks and Buster Douglas on at the same time, uh, and then Tyson on at a different time on the same day. We should stage in-studio fights now. Well, well yeah, those be... two are in-studio. Tyson will be on the phone. Oh, all right. What are, uh, what's Michael Spinks and Buster Douglas? There's uh... like a Golden Gloves event coming right. to Philly that, uh, that they're promoting. Very cool. Yeah. All right, this is also very cool, and hopefully it'll happen. Galaxy Quest is going from a fictional series to an actual TV series. Paramount Plus is teaming with the studio counterpart, Paramount Television Studios, for a live-action adaptation of the 1990 cult favorite sci-fi spoof. I love that movie. I do, too. It's it's so good. uh, That cast, though, you need, I think. They were just a perfect cast. Yeah. Sources say the project is in the early development stages and searching is underway for a writer to pair with Mark Johnson, who was a Breaking Bad alum and executive produced the film and is returning to uh, the scripted update. Uh, So it's not their first attempt to adapt it for TV. The studio first develops a new take on the beloved pick. Of course, it starred Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, Tony Shalhoub, Sam Rockwell, and others. Uh, As a ragtag group of actors from a space-focused canceled TV show in 2015, uh, that incarnation, uh, a follow-up to the movie, sold to Amazon and came with the film's writer Robert Gordon attached to the pen to script. Uh, Johnson and the pick's director, Dean Parasot, were also involved in the project, but it never made it to the development stage. So, so when Seth MacFarlane announced the Orville, I thought it was going to be basically Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Uh, but really, what he's done is he's kind of done a tribute to the next generation. So it's good, but it's not as good as original Star Trek well, material. Then, then they talked about doing it on Amazon. All and right. the plans for that were put on hold when Alan Rickman died. Yeah. And now it's just kind of sat on a shelf. Alan Rickman was oh my God, just so good, so damn good. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see if this ends up happening, which would be, that could be a lot of fun. All right, and then one last thing. Uh, here's a White Lotus Season 3 update. Oh. And this is pretty cool because uh, there will be someone returning in the third season. Natasha Rothwell is returning to the White Lotus. Now, she was in season one. She played the spa manager. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. And at the resort, and she will reprise her role. 
as Belinda Lindsay for season three. So I love that they have... At least one yes. little thread yeah. I felt each one of these. So bad for her. I know. Yeah. You wanted to. Uh, and yes. it's like, oh, you no. Know. And yeah. you know what? They referenced her um, in the second one. At, at the very end, she said, I should have given my money to her and, no. and yeah. worked with her. Yeah. Wow. Do they say a possible location, Preston? No. Okay. Nothing Nothing on that yet. So. What, yeah, where they're filming? Yeah. It's Thailand. Oh, it is? Oh, I didn't oh. know that. Yeah. How'd look you at, know? Look at you. You should be doing the entertainment. Yeah, what report. am I doing over here? I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the show, like maybe even earlier this week. Okay. Was it with David Faustino? <laughs> no, no, he wasn't here. Okay. I wasn't here that day. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. I think what you're thinking of is who did we speak to from White Lotus recently? We spoke John, to John Grise. Yeah. And he, he, I think they filmed. No. No. Because he was in both seasons. No. 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 All right. I think they filmed some of them. Here we go. The Variety previously reported that season three will be All set right. in Thailand. Kathy. <laughs> Kathy got the scoop. I really I like this show. It was great. You I, you guys watched it and yep. were telling me for a while to watch it, and I finally went in and I like blew through the two seasons. Yep. It is uh, not like any other show. Yeah, it's I unique. Think. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we are now ready to play some clips for Yay! you. Yay! <laughs> I was excited. We love clips. You're on your phone. <laughs> I love that I'm on my phone playing clips. This is. <laughs> Let me make some noise. That gets the sound. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you cover, like a, it, like in a like a business meeting. If you're not paying, yeah. <laughs> the second season, Mike judges Beavis and Butthead returns with more adventures and plenty of idocracy. Uh, in this clip, creator Mike Judge talks about the show's development. Here we go. We've stayed pretty true to who the characters are, but there's a lot of fun stuff. There's. Uh, they they watch YouTube videos and TikTok videos now, which has been a lot of fun to do. Um, they uh, let's see, we have like I say, we have episodes where they're middle aged, butthead is just like this big old useless guy. They're on all kinds of government assistance. They're like they're a burden on society. Yeah! <laughs> I like the fact that they'll watch YouTube videos and, and TikTok. That that's wide open for material. This show is on uh, when. Beavis and Butthead first came out. I was like, what in the F? And then I sat with it for a while and I kept going back to it. And then I just loved it. And this new version of it, Preston, yeah. picks right. Nick, you wouldn't watch I it. Have, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they just, they never fails to make me laugh. Yeah. It's uh, moronic, but smart. It's uh, available now on Paramount Plus if you want to see that. All right, here's our next clip. Yeah. <laughs> Evil Dead Rise. Newest addition to gore and comedy films. And here, director Lee Cornyn talks about uh, creating the thriller. I kind of thought about character first, but then when it came to those elements you've listed, I thought, I called the gore the horror. I thought about those elements as much as I possibly could. But I also wanted there to be little, little pieces of light in the story, like little release valves where there's little bits of kind of levity and humor and kind of funny lines that break the tension ever so slightly. Evil Dead Rise is available on HBO Max tomorrow, so, if you would like to see that. little preview to what you're going to be seeing tomorrow with the, uh, the the movie reviews, Preston. Yep. Right now, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, for uh, for uh, Evil Dead, Dead Rises. Okay. So think of the original Evil Dead tone meets quarantine in okay. it, so it's in a building. All right. I like it, Dad. Very interesting. 
All right, and that's the last story I have in the entertainment report. I do want to remind you, we're less than an hour away from your first shot of winning a grand this morning. It's MMR's concert cash and tickets to the MMRBQ, September 16th, by the way. Um, let's get you on that. So don't miss it. 8 and 10 with us alone. Then we do it the rest of the day, noon, 3 and 5 p.m. We will be back in just a moment, so stay with us, please. just went on sale. And this weekend, MMR features hit tracks and fan favorites from the eight bands rocking the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion September 16th. Also this weekend, you can win your way into the pit with three of your pals. See Shine Down. Billy Idol. Larkin Poe. Aaron Jones. Dirty Honey. Tiger Cub, local shots artist Vixen 77, plus Preston and Steve's side stick, including a DJ set from Jackie Bam Bam. Grab the best seats now before they're gone and come celebrate with the MMR fam at Summer Swan Song. Text FOMO to 39333 for an info link and your shot this weekend to win a four-pack of pit tickets from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. As we have stated a couple times, today is April 20th, which is 420, and that is, of course, the international celebration. I assume it's international. I know it's definitely national of uh, marijuana and all things pot. Uh, as you're saying all this, I realize, what is the derivation of Ford? I will. I'm glad you asked that, um, sir, because I've got the history of it, right. and, and and I know we've mentioned it before, but it, it's easy to kind of forget because it's this weird little thing that happened. The most credible story traces to Marin County, California, in 1971. That's it. There were five students at San Rafael High School, and they would meet at 4:20 in the afternoon by the campus statue of Louis Pasteur, <laughs> right? And they would get high. And they chose that specific time because extracurricular activities had usually ended by then. Uh, And the group of guys, Steve Capper, Dave Reddix, Jeffrey Knoll, and Larry Schwartz, and also Mark Gravich, became known as the Waldos because they met at a wall. There was a wall there, and they would mean they called them Waldos. As simple as that. So they would say 420 to each other just as a code. Yeah. So, you know, if they were in the hallways at school, they'd say, you know, 420, and it was just for them to know. Now, the interesting thing is how it got out into... National. Yeah. And and, and to become part of uh, pop culture, so... And I want to find out if it has extended to other countries as well. That is a good question. I'll bet you it has. So, uh, Reddix, one of the guys, told Time Magazine in 2017, he said, We got tired of the Friday night football scene with all the jocks. Uh, We were the guys sitting under the stand smoking a doobie, wondering what we're doing there. And it continued long after 4.20 p.m. as well. The group challenged each other to find ever more interesting things to do under the influence, calling their adventures safaris. Safari. Uh, yeah. Sick. Going safari. Dibbies. <laughs> so here's where it started to, to catch on. So later on, Reddix's brother helped him get work with the Grateful Dead bassist Phil Lesh oh boy. as a roadie. That's like the the dream job if you're a pothead. So the band is said to have helped popularize the term 420. And on December 28th, 1990, a group of deadheads in Oakland handed out flyers that invited people to smoke, quote-unquote, 420 on April 20th at 4.20 p.m. And one ended up with this guy named Steve Bloom. And Steve 
was a former reporter for High Times Magazine. Is that even around anymore? Yeah, I believe it is. I I would imagine, God, if it had gone away before all of this, it'd be a, a crime. So the magazine printed the flyer in 1991 and continued to reference the number, and soon it became known worldwide, it says here, Steve, yeah. worldwide as code for marijuana. You know what High Times should have done, and if they haven't done it yet, maybe they can, uh, yeah, because it's such a good idea, Steve, one of their pages should be smokable. I think, ah. they, I know the case, I think years ago, huh. when it was really a controversial magazine to be on the shelf, didn't they include a, what they called a roach clip? In maybe. one of their issues, no, but like it's a paper, something like that. Yeah, it's a paper magazine, like maybe page four or page twenty. Right, right. You know, so, I mean, it's smokable. Uh, rolling papers yeah. or actual marijuana? No, 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 no. Like, but, but something like a rolling roll paper, like a blunt wrapper. Yeah. You know, something that you could roll uh, it into. I get acid magazine yeah. and and their tabs <laughs> of acid. Honey, no, it, it's. Um, mm-hmm. I remember how controversial that. Uh, look, I I don't smoke. I don't use the product myself. But again, it's another. One of these situations where I'm fascinated by it. Yeah. I was fascinated by what's what's the big in Amsterdam? They have the big the cannabis cup. Cannabis cup. Mm-hmm. There's a oh, documentary yeah. about it that is amazing. Yep. I mean, I don't smoke anymore either, but like I, I did, and you know, it was like a, you know, sort of ritualistic. I, I will tell you that, like, once I started it, it like kind of like took over. It was like everything to me, and and, yeah. and you know, uh, you know, I, I have a, I have a history with. Listen, fifteen. So I said, listen, yeah. I grew up my my sister, my uncles. They were all weed smokers. It was around me even before I was a teenager, and I I was kind of used to it. But I, I started around that time, and and I have never quit, uh, and I enjoy it. Now I am not the level of some. Weed smokers. You're there not are Doug people, Benson. There yeah. are people who just smoke it all the time. Yeah. And and I'm an everyday user, but I I am not, and I have my medical marijuana card, uh, but I'm not a uh, you know just get baked out of my gourd person. Preston, my my the agent who used to book me into colleges and book me around in my early days of stand up comedy smoked pot the way most people smoke cigarettes right. like heavy cigarettes so he was constantly smoking pot and i'd have to say to him is there any effect at this point and he would say not really i mean that's how much he smoked yeah. i remember maybe it was a decade ago 12 years ago we would uh, occasionally have people from normal on our show yeah. talking about uh, making it um legal and, and recognizing it uh, essentially for the most part those guys have won i mean i, I really find it mm-hmm. To be fairly non, it's not really an issue anymore. If you don't want to smoke, you don't have to. If you do, you have options to do so in most states. And I, I, I like that. You know, it, to me, it's one of those things where, like, it was being done so much anyway. Um, if you want to smoke legally now, most of the places you can. Even Utah, for crying out loud, you could, there are legal shops. Do you know what's happening now, though? And I just read an article out of California where the the image of the, oh, I'm, I'm a local grower and I'm doing my own those businesses are getting swallowed up yeah. by yeah. corporate. Sure. Yeah, right. the, the yeah. same thing's happening with that industry as well. It's funny, though, I mean, because I don't want to be, like, super prudy and stuff like that, but I just... I, I do, I, no, I do feel like there's a time and place, and, like, I don't feel like I should be walking through a cloud of pot smoke as I'm walking into the I fashion agree. district of Philadelphia or walking through a, a cloud of pot smoke as I'm walking down the boardwalk on in Wildwood, yeah, and, I I, and, it, and it happens. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the pot... In New Jersey is just as legal as people drinking their white claws on the beach, and I have no problems with that. But 
I, I think the difference is, is like I, I'm not smelling it's your not wafting yeah. over. You, you, yeah. don't, you don't get a contact buzz right. from uh, from right. somebody drinking a beer. Yeah, um, and you, you may not necessarily from somebody's from smoking weed, but if you're someone who's in recovery. And you go by and you smell that, you have inhaled a little bit. You know what I mean? And I can yeah. see that be concerning, especially for people who've gone through it. What about cigarettes, though? I mean, uh, you've defended people smoking cigarettes out in front of a building in the past. Yeah, I know, but um, I love the smell of cigarettes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone picks their, uh, their no, poison. No, no I, in fact, I, I, I haven't. Not out in front of the building. Like, uh, I, I just, I think, like here at this building or like at a mall or something like that, you need to give them cover, right? Like, when it's raining out, it's not like oh, tough crap, you you, you stinky, filthy smokers. Like you know, go go smoke in the in the you rain, stinky people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so the, you're talking about make some sort of uh, area where they can congregate, but not smoking. for the pot smokers. Right outside the entrance. Well, but you're the one that said it, not me. Yeah, I'm right out. Okay, first of all, it's not it's not legal in Pennsylvania right. recreationally, right? Like Philadelphia yeah, is. Rec- yeah. Recreationally, smoking legally is uh, recreational in Philadelphia. Pennsylvania is odd because it's uh, by municipality in most in most areas. Smoking, smoking weed, as okay. far as I understand it, uh, is allowed in Philadelphia in public. I don't know. Um, uh, let's check that. The, the, it's the public thing that I'm curious about, Nick. I, I think that, that you can have small amounts and it's okay, but consumption um, uh, there are there are regulations on when and where you can do that. Can you be the mayor giving a speech, smoking a blunt? <laughs> hey, you're the mayor, man. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, so let me see here. Uh, whether people buy marijuana legally in New Jersey or illegally in the underground market, it's a crime for them to possess, consume, grow, or sell marijuana in Pennsylvania. Except in certain instances. Okay. All right. Well, we can... Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's odd. And that's part of the reason why it's still so strange is that there are... Uh, it varies from state to state. And not only does it vary from state to state in Pennsylvania, right. it varies from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh. And federally, you can still get in trouble for exactly. it, even though it's legal. Yeah. Oh, they got to shake yeah, all this God. stuff out. What kills me, Preston, is about this, the, the creation of 420 as a thing. You <laughs> There's a, there's a, 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 a good organization attached to a, a commercial that we run on air that... Um, that mentions DBH. Uh-huh. Uh, Dubong hits is what I yes, hear. I, that, of course. And that, but that this thing would take off and become the thing yeah. from a school playground where DBH was your school thing. Yep, yeah. that was our thing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And our DBH, thing, we had it written all over our notebooks <laughs> and stuff, yeah. Our thing in college was, uh, you know, Hendrix, right? So, we were, like, we would, um, you know, be at a party or whatever. Like, okay, we're going to be at Hendrix at, like, midnight. All right, meet me at Hendrix. And, but Hendrix was a gravestone. It was somebody's name. And there was a, a graveyard next to our fraternity house. And all the way back in the far back of the, of the cemetery. That's right, where you guys are congregate? Right next to this big tree. It was the biggest. And, it, and the last name on the headstone was Hendrix. And I, it was, you know, so when you're talking about DBH and right. 420, like. Oh, these things yeah, become lore. There are these cool little ritualistic things yeah. that, like, and it's code, right? Like, not everybody knew what Hendrix was. And you could say that. And, and people knew what you were talking about. Right. There, I think line one might be able to help us. Yeah, that's where I'm going to go. Yeah. Uh, I have Mike on the phone, who is a police officer in Philadelphia. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good. Well, we're a little confused, Mike. That's <laughs> clear. So but that's maybe, par for the course. Maybe you can help us out here. No, what, what, yeah, what's the that. story with, uh, with marijuana, smoking it, possessing it in Philadelphia? Uh, so it, it, it is recreational uh, use. Uh, you can walk down the street and smoke it. It is 
basically when we're when I'm working in the city and we're driving by and you smell it, it's like, oh, well, that's just the new smell of Philly. So instead of, you know, you get down to the subway when we're working down there and you're like, oh, that's the smell of Philly. But up on the street, it's just the smell of weed everywhere. Yeah. So I didn't realize that you could you could uh, smoke it outside. And, and that is, is Nick correct in that it's mm, only partial, the- here's the thing. I'm partially correct. And, and maybe, Mike, you can um, uh, expand a little bit upon this, uh, upon this. It's decriminalized. However, it's not legal. But I don't know what the difference between decriminalization and legality is. Uh, I mean, realistically, there is no, I, I'm sure there is a nuance and, you know, if, you know, if you're, if you're caught with it with like a certain amount and, and it's all bagged up then yeah, it could be that it's criminalized. However, um, it's gotten to the point now where it's so prevalent out there that it, it's, it, there's no point in doing anything about it because of how willing People are to just say, oh, okay, yeah, that's just the way it is. Yeah, and it's and it's so low level that it's hardly worth the waste yeah, of time. It, exactly. Like, make, I mean, yeah. you, you know, somebody. So the, the biggest things you get is still federally, it's not, and that's I'm a federal law enforcement. So okay. for uh, even for us, though, we're not touching it because there's mm. no, there's no, you know, nobody's going to touch for. A couple, you know, a couple joints or a couple, you know, whatever. Yeah. Nobody's going to even mess with it. But if you're, you know, if you're flying out of the airport and you have it in your bag, like your your carry on bag, and they do the search, yeah, it's getting it's getting complicated. Okay. You're not going to go through it because at that point, once you go through, it's a federal building. That's why you got to pick uh, up the ass, buddy, for transporting your pot. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, so they're going to confiscate, but they're not going to arrest you. Correct. It depends on the amount, though. I mean, you might get you might get like a citation and like almost like an ROR where they're going to give you a citation for it, okay. depending. But most of the time, they're just going to take it and let you travel on, especially if you have a medical marijuana card. Yeah. Um, but they could, and, and right? There are some nuances. There are some nuances with that where, um, and and I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not a hundred percent privy on it because that's more local level, right? And we like I know for us. We're not dealing with it unless we're, you know, we're actually finding it by the tonnage or the, like, you right. know, big towns. And then, then it's like, oh, all right, that's for us. Hey, Mike, can I ask you a different question? Because uh, I've heard about the, from people who said they, they don't want to get a medical marijuana card because uh, then they wouldn't be able to purchase a firearm. It's like you can have one or the other, but you can't have both. Is that? That is, that is false. Okay. False, okay. That is false. So I, I have friends of mine that have that have the medical marijuana card and also have a Pennsylvania state uh, carry permit. Uh, uh, it is false. It's, you know, there's obviously if you get caught carrying and you're, you were smoking and you're high. Yeah. There's some implications, right? right. It's just uh, like drinking. Like even for me as a, as, as a fed, uh, I can basically carry anywhere. However, where I can't carry is anytime I, if I decide to have a drink, right, uh, I'm not right. supposed to have it on me. And if I mm. do, it's a. It, that's it. It doesn't matter who I am and what I am. It's it's an automatic. Oh, okay. Yep. You're done. Okay. Right? So let, because it, that's the implication. Let me ask you, Mike. So I I uh, do a lot of human trafficking, but I want to get a Class C license. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that going to be an issue? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, it won't be, but uh, what's your address again? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. We appreciate the info. Take care, bud. 
No problem. Thanks for having me. All right, see you later. Hi, Mike. All right, um, we actually have a police sergeant. There you go. Uh, who wants to correct a couple of things that uh, <laughs> that Mike may have missed out on? So, and he's in uh, Philly as well. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Hey, it's just that you look so nice. <laughs> oh, that's a great callback. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right, Joe. <laughs> what? Uh, we're good, man. So, what's the? Uh, what, what can you clear up about this conversation? Yes, I need. I need to retrain Mike. Mike's. Uh, Mike's pretty close on a couple of things. It is not legal. It okay. is decriminalized. Okay. Meaning, anything less than thirty grams possession. It will be confiscated, and you get issued a ticket for $25. Okay. If you're smoking it, the ticket is actually $100. But a code violation notice is the same thing we issue for a house with high grass or if you're, like, smoking in the entrance of a business because businesses don't allow smoking. It's it's a ticket. Okay. So it's not that big a deal. As long as you pay it, there's no criminal offense. You don't have to disclose anything on a job application. Okay. Oh, all that's right. What it, that's what I thought. I thought that that, that, that there was te- that you can't be just standing out on a sidewalk, right. on a public sidewalk, just huffing away. Um, I, I thought that that was, you know, if not illegal, some type of, uh, of, of a violation. Yeah, but it's become so prevalent. It's almost become that a you know drinking a beer in a brown paper bag. Right. Cops aren't going to chase yeah. everybody through the park. Yeah, you you would, you're, you're it's situation. Your house, you're in your car. We're not going to make an issue about it. You do. You'd come uh-huh. up. I mean, yeah. if you were to go after everybody, you'd be gumming up. The the paperwork alone would be insane yeah. going through all that stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'd make it two blocks from headquarters. Before I <laughs> yeah. Before, yeah. So. I, say, Sergeant, real quick, because I just got another text from my friend who is a state trooper here in Pennsylvania, and he says that guy is absolutely wrong about the <laughs> medical marijuana card and firearms. He says you absolutely cannot have a medical marijuana card and purchase a firearm in Pennsylvania. He is said it that is a firearm or or purchase a purchase a firearm. Your state trooper friend is exactly right. If okay. you have a medical marijuana card in Pennsylvania, it automatically prevents you from being able to apply for and purchase a firearm. But if you Wait, had a what, firearm what, first, what, what if you? I'm sorry. What if you had a firearm first? In theory, uh, you're supposed to turn it into the state if you get caught. Now, I imagine nobody's kicking down your door to take your legally purchased firearm because you got a card. Um, but it's probably in your best interest to maybe not. Wow. Why is that, card, though? Go visit Jersey more often. Why is yeah. that? What, what, what is the reasoning behind that? Because it's federal. So the state, which is oh, uh, when you purchase a firearm, you're, you have to register it with the state. Right. When you purchase that firearm, because it's state, it's all submitted to the federal government. All right. Where Got the it. federal government, all marijuana is still illegal. All right, Joe, let me throw this scenario out to you. Let's say I I have a medical marijuana card. I am defending my home. Someone breaks into my house. I have a firearm. I use it. Uh, does that complicate things? Uh, it can and it can't. What you're looking at, I mean, is you can justify the use of deadly force. In theory, I can take my firearm and leave it at my father's house. And if my father used that firearm to defend his property, he violated no law. He was not okay. in possession of that firearm outside the house. Okay. Hey, Joe, what about um, driving under the influence of marijuana? Um, and, and does that vary from state to state? It does. And one of the issues in Pennsylvania they've talked about is because we're kind of decriminalizing and there's the medical, when you get pulled over for DUI for alcohol, there's a limit you have to reach. It's right. 0.08 mm-hmm. uh, is the limit of alcohol. If you're below 0.08, you don't get charged with an offense. Right. If you have any marijuana in your system, and I believe it can last anywhere from three to seven days, depending on huh. the level. Um, if you have any marijuana in your system, you're automatically uh, charged. Do you? Uh, even if it's you smoked weed two days ago and you have trace amounts, because that they test for, I think it's 
this, there's a doctor in court who does this part, but I always look at his sheets. It's, they test for THC, and I think it's uh, Delta Hydrocannabinoid 9 or something. And when so, they test for all of that, um, as long as it shows up in the system, you're charged with 3802D, which wow. is the drug. Effect. So you're just you're just like a bad driver on a certain day, and you're, you just do a dick move as you're driving. But if, they're, if they test for it, and it could be a couple of days old, they'll charge you with that under the influence? Yeah, it's one of the things that they've been talking about addressing because, yeah. you know, you can leave the bar and you're a .06, you're free to go home, but you have that little bit of marijuana and we smell. You know, drug so so it's the weird thing, Joe, and we talk about this because there's so many from from jurisdiction to jurisdiction, from state to state, um, there's, you know, the, the lack of parity. And again, I was reading an article in the paper about how it's hard to really, at the time of arrest, determine some the, how far along someone is if they've smoked a lot of pot. Yeah, I, they, they need to refine right. the, the testing process, but you would think that would have been done by now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been yeah, around for a long I time. One of those things that decriminalization happened so fast, and it was essentially, uh, look, we're just going to, because it was a Philly thing. It was, yeah. we're no longer going to arrest for it. We're just going to issue tickets. Right. But the state is the one that makes the determination, the determination on uh, criminal and motor vehicle code violations, and they have not caught up. Okay. So, <sighs> all right. Can you ha- can you have a medical marijuana card and a fishing license? Mm, <laughs> I think they're so. still working on that. Hey, the the firearms thing uh, is that uh, is that nationally or is that just in the state? He was saying it was federal. But uh, that, well, so firearms it's it's all submitted federal, so they still fall under federal guidelines. Not every state has a medical marijuana program. Okay, okay. got it. That's still local. Okay. Got they're got still by, state by state. All right, Sarge. Thanks for the info, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, have a good one, guys. All right, you too. I'd be the worst. My brothers are all both law enforcement. I'd be the worst at it. I'd. What code is this again? I forget the Miranda rights, all that stuff. I'd be the worst. Wow. I mean, like I couldn't even umpire a softball game. Could you imagine going into a drug bust? I thought you said go into the bag. Is this infield fly rule? Thank you for saying that because the umpire yesterday missed two infield fly rules, and we were losing by like a thousand runs. I'm like, please just give us these outs. Real quick, one of the funniest moments of my life was watching my father try to explain to my mother the infield fly rule. And it it took about an hour and a half, and and she still doesn't understand it. But, Uh, boy, did my brothers enjoy the process. It seems like all this has a multitude of infield fly rules. People trying to hash out, Nick. It's confusing. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, things have, have lightened up so much. If you look back... You know, 25 years ago, as opposed to now, and where things are. I mean, I, me as a user, I, I I love it. I think it's great. Um, You're so right, though, Press, because years ago, I remember he smokes pot. I know, I know. What? Or if I were to mention it what? on the air, would have been yeah, yeah. even just a c- couple of years ago yeah, would have yeah. been really taboo. And now we have advertisers, and now we have advertisers. advertisers yeah. 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 Bill walks around think, talking all day. I no. still think of it that way, though, a little bit. Like I'm like, oh yeah, he's a pot smoker. My romance with weed is it's uh, I can I can remember back to my teenage years, like really good bags specifically of pot. That <laughs> Place I would a journey get. faithfully, and uh, and just I, I hold these great little memories. Okay. Now I also did some really stupid yes. stuff sure. while while being high throughout the years, especially in those earlier days, because when you when you first start. Uh, trying it, um, it, it's augmented in its effect. I mean, and, of course, they have strains now that'll still get me baked out of my mouth. One of the highest I've ever been, and I'm not going to retell the story yeah. here because I've told it a thousand times, was when we went to Hawaii Oh yeah, and uh, went to this couple's house, and oh, I smoked yeah, some local boy. stuff, oh, and I'm yeah. like, I... 
I am so high. I can't, yeah, you know, I, was, I couldn't believe it. Pierre's mentioned that over the years about how they, that now they can be more specific and the strains are more powerful. And, oh, my God. And our, a good friend of ours, Steve McLean, uh, had I guess he took a gummy or something at oh, a yeah, way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a gummy. It was an edible, yeah. and, and he had a reaction. And just and said, let's try had this. Had to go to the hospital. Well, had to yeah. be brought out on a gurney. I, I went When I went to my very first meeting, at the as soon as I got my medical card and went to a dispensary, and I met, met with the the, chem, or the, um, the pharmacist who sat me down to, to walk me through the process, uh, it's funny because he goes, all right, so, you know, just to find out what your tolerance level is, he goes, what you do is you take, you take a hit of this, and he goes, and you wait 15 minutes and see how you feel. And he turns to me and he goes, and really wait 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> like a real 15 minutes. Because what everybody, the mistake everybody makes, especially with edibles, is they take this <laughs> half hour, 45 minutes later, they're like, I'm not feeling anything. Let me take another one. And then Gone. they didn't realize yeah. that it takes an hour, hour and 15 minutes for whatever, for it to kick in. You've got to wait. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they have the wait. End up curled up. Do you the, find out what your level is? In the fetal position. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am pro-weed. I, I do think that uh, um, when, when it comes to teenagers, you really have to be cautious. Um, yes. it, it affects teenage brains uh, differently than it, it affects It absolutely does, yeah. yeah. So I, I think that that needs to be, um, uh, you have to be really, really cautious if you're younger than 18. Uh, Preston, have you ever been to Amsterdam? I have not. I have. And it's beautiful. <laughs> and um, when I went there, it was like 96 or 97. Um, the fact that weed culture was illegal there really changed my perspective on a lot of things. And I think you would enjoy it. Okay. It's fun to get high and go to art museums. Steve, mm-hmm. I um, just out of nowhere just started getting like really paranoid on it. And so like... That's, that's, a, that's a common... Yeah, side and, effect is it not? Uh, well, it can be, or, and so, but but you know, and I had a friend who stopped because she was getting paranoid on, and and I didn't get that. It didn't register with me until it started happening to me in Preston one time. We uh, we partook, and then we were at a bar, and it was on the same day as the Kentucky Derby, okay. and there was a guy at the bar who was just taking bets for the Kentucky Derby. <clears throat> so, and, like, no harm, no foul. Right, it's not some big gambling ring or anything like that. So I, I place a bet for a trifecta, on the, on, and then I sit down and I see these guys sitting at a table, and I was convinced that they were the FBI, <laughs> and they were, they were going to, oh my god, and that they were going to bust the place for illegal gambling. Oh my and then, god! Yeah, I yeah. called my wife and had her pick me up. I was like, I was like, get me out of here. Well, I mean, we're going to get arrested <laughs> to be arrested by the FBI. Yeah. Like oh, my God. A, right? I <laughs> swear to God. Homeland Security is here. They're going to arrest me. <laughs> uh, so I, that's why, honestly, I, I, you know, I've never been drunk and I've never been into this, but, <clears throat> and, but I have no issue with it whatsoever. My thing is that, that paranoia and fear of losing control. Paranoia, anxiety. Anxiety. Like, you know, I, I'm I, like, I, oh, my God, I'm going to be the first person to die of a heart attack from smoking pot. I think I'm, I'm too much of a puss. <laughs> yeah. To, to, you know. I think the NBA just took, uh, took steps recently to um, decriminalize it amongst players because it's so prevalent among oh. NBA. I mean, a lot of athletes. They and, haven't been testing for years. Right. Yeah. But they, you could get fined or suspended for it. And then, um, yeah, I think a lot about hockey players <laughs> because they beat the crap out of each other every night. And then they turn to opiates and or coke mm-hmm. or alcohol. Yeah, and a lot there's a, a strong movement in the NHL to make weed legal in that sport because um, it can treat players a lot. Uh, Riley Cote, man, that guy's an interesting yeah. dude, and his perspectives on marijuana are, are fascinating. He made a whole a cottage industry out of it. When I go 
to a dispensary, almost always you will see people sitting in the waiting room. Sometimes you have to wait to get back. Preston! To to no, no. Well, actually, they do. Sometimes. Sometimes they welcome yeah. me like that. But uh, <laughs> but you'll see people who clearly need pain uh, yes. management, and and they're you know with with canes and 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 just look like they're you know they're there to get medicine. I've told you this many times yeah. before, so I don't use pot. I have no desire to. However, in my own life, I've said this story about my mother battling the pain of cancer. She's in late stages of her of her life. The only thing that alleviated the pain at the end there was pot that we were yeah. able to get to her, get for her. So yes, absolutely, I can see that. Well, it is indeed 420, and thank you for the calls. By the way, uh, some that I didn't get to, uh, one of them, Jessica, said she had a bartender and a bud tender at her wedding. Wow. Oh, she's going to. Oh, she's going to. Oh, that's a pretty sweet deal. Um, and uh, Joe, who called in, he worked at a deli, and their phrase to go uh, smoke weed was check the roof. Because <laughs> apparently they'd go and, uh, I guess, go up on the on the roof and get stoned and come back. So, uh, But anyhow, indeed, it is 420. So. Uh-huh. A little discussion was warranted. What we're going to do is take a break, come back in a second, and have your chance, your first chance, uh, to win $1,000 in MMRBQ tickets. We'll get the bizarre file as well. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Threw out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying, open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash Fresh Pass for program details. Service available in select areas. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. On 420, 933 WNMR. It is 7:58. Preston and Steve show. We are actually it's almost 7:59. It's like in 10 seconds it will be. And that means we're about a minute away from your first shot at winning a thousand dollars for today with MMR's concert cash. So it's coming up shortly. Let's go ahead in the meantime and take a look at traffic. What's going on so far this morning, Kathy? 
On the Schuylkill westbound, you're jamming the boulevard to Gladwin. That's because of an accident. It's off to the shoulder. Eastbound side slowing 202 into Gulf Mills, the blue route to Belmont, uh, and then the boulevard into the Vine. 95 southbound jams Academy through to Bridge Street. Northbound side, Chichester Avenue, Curlin Street, Cotman to Academy. Uh, on the Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound, it's heavy Willow Grove to the Mid-County Tolls. Blue Route northbound jams 95 to the Media Bypass. Southbound, the Mid-County Tolls to the Schuylkill, and then Broomall to McDade Boulevard. 422 eastbound, slowing Oaks to 1st Avenue. 30 bypass eastbound backs up Reeseville Road to 113. Route 47, uh, Delcy Drive northbound jams from 295 to Route 130. 55 northbound, heavy Deptford to 42. On the 42 freeway northbound, you're jammed the Black Horse Pike to 295. Also between Route 130 and 676. Uh, lanes are shifted because of construction. They're replacing a bridge. Five lanes will be open during the morning rush hour. This traffic report brought to you by Insperity, providing scalable HR solutions, access to better benefits, HR technology, and payroll for over 35 years. Insperity HR, that makes a difference. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we can do this right here now. MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword. All right, the word is give, G-I-V-E, and you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. You can do it through our contest page at WMMR.com, on the MMR app, or text it to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. And one random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. All the MMR winners will get two tickets to the MMR BQ Saturday, September 16th, and tickets are on sale now. Winners will get a call from our company, Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com for MMRBQ details. Text word finally to 39333 and you'll get a link to the information. It's sponsored by Meineke and the word again again is give. G-I-V-E. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by J-Dog Junk Rule and J-Dog Carpet Cleaning. Got junk, want it gone, got floors, want them clean? Call J-Dog Junk Removal and J-Dog Carpet Cleaning, veteran-owned and operated, started right here in southeastern PA, 844-GET-J-DOG or visit jdog.com. All right, may want to watch what you call some people, an 11-year-old Mill Creek, Washington, 11-year-old, I'm sorry, 11-year-old in Mill Creek, Washington, was stabbed multiple times at a Dollar Tree after calling a 29-year-old man an NPC. And that stands for non-player character used in video games. Describes characters that uh, that isn't controlled by the player. Friendly NPCs typically engage in repetitive, predictable behavior, which has led to the term NPC being used as an insult when used to describe another person. While NPC being used as an insult is nothing new, it seems to have become more popular recently. And on Wednesday, Joshua Fedorov... And his 11-year-old friend yelled at a stranger identified as 29-year-old Joshua David Pence. The kid called Pence an NPC. Pence allegedly allegedly brandished, responded by brandishing a knife, chasing the kids into a Dollar Tree store. Wow. Pence then stabbed the 11-year-old multiple times, injuring his lung and liver. And the 11-year-old was hospitalized, but has survived the attack and is back home. The family has set up a GoFundMe for those interested in donating. So the guy was a PIC, playable, insane character. There you go. Uh, meanwhile, Pence has been arrested and charged with two counts of assault. Uh, obviously, he's deranged. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. That, that's what pushed him over the edge was an 11-year-old calling him an NPC. That's crazy. All right. In Ohio, a former Vinton Township fiscal officer 
has been sentenced to nearly five years in prison and ordered to repay almost three hundred forty thousand dollars, which he st- which uh, he stole from his office and used in part to purchase a wildebeest, <laughs> owls, oh. hot tubs, a drum set, a gazebo, and a snow cone machine. Hey, Earl, where'd you get the wildebeest? <laughs> so well, it's a funny story. Cyril uh, Vierstra stole $339,000 in public funds from operations of Vinton Township to buy several exotic animals and numerous items for his own personal use or for a primate exhibit at his roadside zoo. (laughs) He's got a roadside zoo? He does. And that's, he doesn't have a, you can't split your time between your regular job and your roadside zoo. In 2017, the auditor received a complaint with allegations that uh, Veristra was misusing township debit cards and credit cards. And the resulting investigation led to a review of records, which uncovered questionable transactions uh, to fund renovations to his residence and for expenses at the Union Ridge Wildlife Center. Yes, I'm still waiting on a delivery of a hyena. <laughs> the refuge hosted animals including tigers, uh, owdads, which I've never heard of before. Uh, That's when your father steps on your foot. Capuchins, Ow, chimpanzees, lemurs, macaques, spider monkeys, birds of prey, and cranes. That's and insane. By the way, it's spelled A. O-U-D-A-D. That's an dad. I guess that's how you pronounce that. Uh, Veerstra created fake invoices, billing slips, and other fraudulent documents to hide his activities, which included 812 debit card transactions, <laughs> totaling over $127,000 uh, on an online auction website. On there, he bought items such as a drone, a video game system, tricycles, telescopes, a dishwasher, custom-built enclosures for his refuge facility, two snow owls from England, and a wildebeest. (laughs) Using public funds, he also obtained five hot tubs, an above-ground pool, a gazebo, outdoor grills, a popcorn cart. How many hot tubs do you need? A projector screen, kayaks, pressure washers, and a CPR mannequin. Now, mind you, there's uh, some of those things I can see, but uh, some of them are a little excessive. This is the most random collection of items I've ever Uh, heard of. Preston, the the hot tubs are for the wildebeests. Uh, He was sentenced to 59 months in prison, plus (laughs) at least 18 months and up to three years of mandatory post-release control, and he has to pay restitution as well. I've never heard a list like that ever. Uh -uh, uh Uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh, what is that? An owl, Dad? Yeah, it's a Barbary sheep is another name for it. And uh, they're really beautiful creatures. They are. All right. I think I want one, too. So, two members. Uh, this is another one of these messed up, somebody shot somebody stories. Okay, so two members of an elite competitive cheerleading team were shot Tuesday morning after one of the athletes reportedly mistakenly tried to get into the wrong car oh after practice. So the hell's had, going on? You had somebody going to the wrong house the other day. You right. had somebody pulling into the wrong driveway the day after that. And now you got somebody going in the wrong car, and all these people have been shot. You know what I think people need to learn? The phrase, may I help you? Yeah. Uh, instead of, Bam! Bam! <laughs> So the four young women drove from the Round Rack area, Round Rock area of Texas to Woodlands Elite Cheer Company three times each week for practice, which, by the way, is a 360-mile round trip. Just after midnight, uh, cheerleader Heather Roth said she got out of her friend's car, opened the door to a vehicle she believed to be her own that was in the lot. Uh, Roth said that uh, there was a man sitting in the passenger seat, so she initially panicked, thinking a stranger was inside her car and got back into her friend's vehicle. When she noticed a man approach their vehicle, she said she rolled down the window to apologize, telling them she thought it was her car. 
Roth said the man threw up his hands, pulled a gun, and started shooting. Whoa. Uh, the lot manager witnessed the gun shoot at the vehicle multiple times before fleeing the area. Roth suffered a graze wound and was treated and released on the scene, but her teammate, Peyton Washington, was shot in the leg and the back. She was flown to a nearby hospital in critical condition. Uh, Peyton, uh, according to Ross, she said, Peyton up and opens up the door and she started throwing up blood. God. A coach said Washington, an incoming athlete for Baylor's acrobatic and tumbling team, suffered damage to multiple organs and had to have her spleen removed. She's expected to undergo additional surgeries throughout the week. By the way, she had already been competing with one lung, and I don't know what the story is behind that. Uh, police arrested the alleged gunman, 25-year-old Pedro Rodriguez Jr. He is charged with deadly conduct. Police said they obtained surveillance footage of the parking lot. They captured the moment. Shots were fired, but have not released the video to the public as of yet. That's wow. crazy. All right, one last quick lighter story to All end right. with. Uh, in Pennsylvania, the new Cumberland Borough Police Department says that they're encouraging a benign 420 day. And they're offering special services to residents on a day recognizing cannabis culture. The department says that they are willing to check any product for free <laughs> that residents want to bring by the station. And they said, for your troubles, you will get a regular size bag of Doritos. All right. And they said, if someone wants to turn in their dealer, they'll give you a family size bag of Doritos. This is like the hospital's X-ray and candy on Halloween. So it's the new Cumberland yeah. Borough Police Department that is <laughs> offering that service, should you dare. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, it is eight minutes after eight o'clock. That means you have a little over five minutes uh, to get the word give to us. And that is MMR's concert cash keyword. And you can uh, text it for 5911 or you can set it through the app or you can go through WMMR.com. But make sure you get that word sent over to us. And the word is give. We are going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. And uh, we got some things we're going to dive into as well as more concert cash throughout the course of the morning. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon Bridge to the Beach, celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volet and their Made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fun Fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tamman Inc., because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text BIKE to 39333 for a link to the info. The ACS Bikeathon and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Uh, our next guest has uh, been a friend of the show for many, many years. In fact, this is a bit of a uh, it's a bit of a, an anniversary this yes. week. Um, and he's stopping in because we did a couple things. He hosts the uh, Comic Book Gurus podcast with our buddy uh, Rob, Rockstar Rob, uh, and Steve Morrison is a regular contributor to that as yes. well. Uh, but there's an event coming up this week that he wants to hit. It's on Sunday. Please welcome our friend Craig Legon yes. to the show this morning. You ready? You ready? Question is, Steve fans. <laughs> this one's for you. I didn't know this started with all this in Me the beginning either. of it. I went from hip hop to rock and I tried to adjust to being a black listener back when there was none of us. Took a lot of crap for the station I choose. Gotta suffer through white stripes and Dave Matthews. So that was, that's from 2011, the black <laughs> listener song. Hey, Craig. <laughs> 
Uh, How you doing? I just say it never gets old, but it gets so old. It's so what up, white folks? Good Thank to see you, man. It's so good to see you. I haven't. Uh, it's the first time I've been in the studio since uh, March 12th, 2020. Wow. The, the day before the world ended. Yeah. yeah. My, my last episode of Comic Book Gurus podcast, I dropped a chunky on Kathy's desk, and I haven't been back since. By the way, the candy bar, now you take it down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I, I would after. He did, no, he did not crap no. on my desk. Not, the not day before. Oh, <laughs> chunky. But when I would do oh, the chunky, I yeah. just. Well, when I would do the Comic Book Brewers podcast in the studio down the hall, yeah, yeah. after I would leave a, a junkie yeah. bar on your desk or raisinettes, <laughs> or I'd leave a note for Casey or something like that. But uh, no, I didn't. I just, well, now we do like it remotely. Sound, yeah, I even right. a chunky on the desk. You saw the story. Did the you see the, it was it, it, and I, going off on the rails here. I think you might have reported on it. The guy walking out of the Home Depot said... Uh, he, he, got, he walks into the bathroom and he says, you, you may want to leave. I'm going to blow up the place. Oh, oh no. no. They call the cops. Oh, oh man. No. I guess, he should have said, I'm going to drop a chunky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Well, I haven't seen you in studio for uh, three plus years, but um, I have seen you at movies and stuff. And I've yeah. been lucky enough to go to some uh, MCU movies with you. I love getting your perspective Thank on you. the comics. It's always educational. How's comic book gurus going? Uh, it's going. Uh, since we haven't been doing it in the studio, uh, Mr. Morrison is graciously. Uh, agreed to take us video so we're on YouTube now uh, we've added another member Steph who's yeah, yeah. steeped in pop culture knowledge and Harry Potter stuff Nice. Uh, so we're doing video episodes now and um, we got a busy summer coming up we start and stop and start and stop so episodes yeah. will, will come up sporadically we're going to try to get a couple in the can now but it's a lot of fun to do it especially because right now more than ever you you, you and Rob especially mm-hmm. are just a, just a wealth of knowledge in the minutiae yeah. Which makes it interesting. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people a lot of people don't realize this. We're doing the show a lot of times in the morning. Mm. If there's a fact, a pop culture fact, you'll text Casey. Oh, my God. The I answer. love it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you, you drop one on me today that I didn't get to a little bit later on. But Owen and Luke Wilson also turned down Ocean's Elevens uh, to do Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. So we were talking earlier about Johnny mm. Depp and... Uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, but in the in Ocean's Eleven, you know, the brothers in there was uh, turned out to be Scott Conn and Casey Affleck. That mm-hmm. was originally supposed to be Owen and Luke Wilson. Oh, wow, because uh, they were real brothers. But right, yeah, they turned it down to do Royal. Okay. so let's uh, let's chat about the Autism Wings uh, second annual talent show fundraiser. What what can people expect? How do they get tickets? So forth. All the above. It's so much fun. This is the second annual Autism Wings uh, talent show coming up this Sunday at Plymouth White Marsh Township in uh, Plymouth Meeting. Starts at 1 o'clock. And when we say talent, uh, if you have a child with autism, if you know someone with autism, if you are someone with autism, we welcome you to come to uh, Plymouth White Marsh Township High School uh, this Sunday to show your talent. And when we say talent, it doesn't mean singing, dancing. It's whatever you can do. Last year, we had uh, a great kid named Joey who did the uh, Freddie Mercury call and response from uh, Live Aid. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And there was a wonderful girl named Cecilia. She told 38 straight knock-knock jokes. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, like Casey, are you excited? Uh, uh, yes, I am. Knock-knock. Who's there? Woo. Woo-hoo! I knew you were excited. Yeah! yeah, that was yeah. But it could be anything. I I know a wonderful uh, girl named May May. She's got Titanic facts. Everything about the Titanic, the movie, the actual ship. She can tell you what they had for dinner. She just loaded with Titanic. So this stuff. is like a, a talent show, unlike any other. Yeah, yeah. If you know someone with with autism or someone on the spectrum, someone who just has one of those moments, like, wow, did you see that? 
this is the show for you. This is the the moment for you. Obviously, this is this is Autism Awareness Month, and uh, if you know anyone with autism, then uh, you know how special they are every single day. But this is a day that we can actually focus. Okay. On. Well, I have a question. If <laughs> yeah. you want to be a part of the talent show, is it just show up, sign up, be a part, or do you need to get in touch in advance and get uh, get on the bill? We hope you. We want you to register. And okay. That's the other reason why I'm here. You can go to autismwings.org uh, to register um, your name. We need as we try to get as many people in tonight, uh, hopefully by 7 o'clock, because we we put the programs out tonight. We start printing the programs. Right. Tonight. So we'll have them on Sunday so you can see your name or your child's name on there and what talent you do. But, yeah, register at autismwings.org. Uh, it's only $15 to um, uh, for a- admission. And if you can't show can't be there, uh, we'll still take donations. It is a fundraiser, and you, you can uh, donate at Autism Wings. You know what I'm thinking? Because our friend Emma, who did these um, uh, these little uh, bracelets, decorations, yep. bracelets, yeah, having our microphones, microphones. Uh, she's, she drums? Yep. Yeah. You know? She's a drummer. She yeah. would have been perfect. Last year, my nephew, uh, Justice, uh, he played on the synthesizer. He did the, uh, the opening theme to... Uh, the CBS Sports Spectacular. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, and if you, it's just a great time to, this is, it's just a great show. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, six ABC showed up last year and, uh, hopefully we'll get some Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Hugh Douglas and Brandon Graham just did an autism, um, benefit last week. And so hopefully they'll show up. But, uh, if you can make it, if you're in the area, Plymouth White Marsh, uh, high school and Plymouth meeting, at 1 o'clock this Sunday, please show up and we'll have a ball. Excellent. AutismWings.org if you would like to re- register, get signed up for that. So make sure you do it. We'll, we'll post all this on PrestonSteve.com. It may already be there. I'm not sure, but we'll double check on that and we'll make sure it's easy for people to uh, to access. I had mentioned an anniversary of sorts. Yeah. It was uh, recently what? Well, um, the first time I was on the show when we... We played the first version of that song. That, yeah, the that Black Listener song. Yeah, yeah uh, that was February 26th uh, when it aired. The first time I was on the show was February 29th, 2008, <laughs> at the Cardboard Classic. It was a leap year, that's how I remember it. <laughs> and RC, uh, from RC, uh, Tattoos by RC, picked me up at the Upper Darby train station at 4.30 a.m. What? And I'd never met RC before, so he had to pick me up and take me, drive me all the way out to Jack Frost. Uh, to do that was the first time I was ever on the no show. Kidding. Was February 29th. That's wild. The second time I was two thousand what two thousand eight eight. Okay. Yep. The yep. second time I was on the show, uh, you you brought me down to the St. Patrick's Day uh, broadcast at um, the Mac- McGroopers or where was it? Oh, McGroopers. Finnegan. No. Finn McCool's. Finnegan's. Finnegan's. Finnegan's Wake. Okay. Yeah. And that was when I did a live version of the Blacklist. This is on the seventeenth. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I think you you so sort of quote. You started that in motion. I was at an yeah. Acme, uh, my Acme, my jam on uh, Mermaid Lane, uh, and uh, this woman comes over and she goes, "Oh my God." She goes, I love your show. She goes, and she goes, I'm a black listener, and and I, <laughs> I just started chuckling, and you know that it still, it still yeah, has yeah, traction after all yeah. this time, yeah. But the first time I was in the studio, you invited me to to be here in the building in the in the Matchbox next door, was April twentieth, 
2008. You got these old oh, really? in memory. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got a mind for minutiah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> 15 years ago today. Wow. So in celebration of that and my 15-year anniversary and the last time you had me on the show and I got to promote the Autism Wings talent show, I brought you all gifts. All yeah. right. Well, the tradition continues. <laughs> Weed Is it weed? Stuff. Yes, we got stuff. Oh, Nick, you like raisins, don't you? I love raisins. Oh, yeah. Hold that up. Show that to the people. Wow, Show that to the camera. We have a shirt here, here. And, and it is it's a mom oh from God. Better Off Dead. From Better Off Dead. So the, the mom saying, you like raisins. You like raisins. <laughs> and, and who's Which that is actress? The clip that we play. It's Kim Darby. Kim Darby, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's oh, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Casey, um... Go. Preston, if you could. Case, there okay, you go. Second one, second one, do this. Yeah, I want to hear you like raisins. Now you got to do this, yeah. right? It's got uh, raisins in it. You like raisins. <laughs> All right, Case, what do you get? Mine has... From your favorite movie? The great... Oh, my God. Wow, This Case. is from Stand By Me. Uh, yep. The great Tri-County Bake Off and Pie Eat a couple... I'm sorry, I should do this into the microphone. A complete... And total barfarama. Oh. Wow. <laughs> From Stand By Me. 1959, uh, Castle Rock, Oregon. Excellent. Wow. Thank you. Of course, Kathy. You're not old enough to remember this, but this was right. a movie in the 80s. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. It, it was not even Yeah. It was just a glimmer in her parents' eyes at that point. Oh, an annual dance party. The uh, Is this uh, Dirty, Dirty Dancing? Dancing. Oh. Kellerman's. Yeah. Wonderful. Kellerman's Mountain Resort. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kellerman's. Oh, that's awesome, Kath. Yeah. Uh, Steve, this, yes. um, some oh, God, geographical humor for you. <laughs> well, the Rocky, the Rocky Mountains. Mountains, and it's a picture of Rocky <laughs> in the mountain range. I love it, Craig. Excellent. You know, I still wear my uh, my Roadhouse um, shirt. <laughs> yeah, uh, when, double deuce. Exactly. Okay. When yeah, be nice. When you're nice. When it's time not to be nice. And Preston. Uh, for you, and the answer is no. I didn't. Okay. It says on this. It says. Did you touch my drum set? Stepbrothers. Stepbrothers, yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. And uh, this is Marissa's for her wedding. Uh, Her wedding wedding t-shirt. I know what that is. Empire Records. That's a cool one. sweet. Would you get that at uh, Kids R Us? Size of that the toddler section. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, oh, thank you for the gifts, man. That's wonderful. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for the gift of letting me uh, plug my uh, my charity. It's a my, great charity, cousin uh, Angel. And thank you for letting me hang around for 15 years. Absolutely, I, I we love it. you, man. And we promise, I promise you, because I dropped the ball just recently, but we're going to get a, a new comic book guru episodes up in short order. So I, I hope so. All right, mate. All right, Greg Legans, everyone. Hey. Autism hey. Wings second annual talent show fundraiser Sunday the uh, at 1 p.m. And that will be at Plymouth White Marsh High School in Plymouth Meeting. Thank you for being here, Craig. All right, there is something I wanted to uh, to bring up. Bring it. Uh, which I thought was an interesting story. Steve actually sent this to me last week. We haven't had a chance to uh, talk about it. But it's a woman named uh, Cheryl Ann Sippel. Uh, this was an article about her. I'm not sure where you got this article, Steve. But, I think it was um, out of the Inquirer. She, uh, ha- she was there the day that Wawa opened its first store in Booth Wynn in 1969. It's not Wawa's first store, but the first one in Booth Wynn uh, right. in 1969. Uh, when that store closed and relocated uh, just up Chichester Avenue in 2021, which, by the way, is my old Wawa. Yeah. When I lived in Upper Chai, I used to go there regularly. Uh, she was there for the closing of the old store and the opening of the new one. And between her old Wawa and the new one, Sipple, who is 70 years old, said that she uh, she's from Wilmington, Delaware, by the way. And she would cross the border to go to the Boothwin Wawa between 10 and 1030 a.m. every day without fail 
for 30 <laughs> years. That's crazy. So has wow. she never been on vacation? Ever. She has never missed a day. She said, I'm as regular as the sun rising. I'm an extreme Wawa fan. Uh, there's a Wawa down the road from her house in Wilmington, but that's not her Wawa. Mm-mm. <laughs> this one oh is because you know your Wawa. Yes, yes. Your Wawa. Yeah. Uh, she's a retired medical technician. Uh, she started coming to the Boothwin Wawa when she was taking care of elderly friends in the area. She knows every staffer at the store by name and has most of their cell numbers saved in her contact. She said, I like to experience the good morning with the good people here. Wow. There's not more a more giving, caring group of people, and I don't j- mean just to me. I Aww. see it every day how they are. So sweet. Isn't that awesome? That is pretty wild. So last week, uh, they had Wally the Goose and the staff uh, at the Boothwind store, who call her uh, Miss Cheryl, by the way. Um, uh, they uh, had a special crowning uh, uh, for her as the Branches Day Brightener, they called her, and they presented her with a shiny sash, flowers, a Wawa coffee mug, and free coffee for a week. They could have done that for uh, a yeah. week. I know, we feel good the rest of her life. I know. But this I would have given her a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> this got me to thinking about um, your own, and, and maybe we here aren't in on this, but I know that there are people who are listening, your own personal record of going somewhere every day uh-huh. without fail, nonstop, in a row. I mean, work days, but uh, I, you know, not on weekends. Yeah. Because I go to Wawa every day on my way into work. I get, I get my coffee there. And you've been going to the same one for? <laughs> the one right, right down on Belmont. I know the crew that works there. Oh, down here? Yeah, yeah. That's oh. The, that's I, you. I know you like doing it. Virtually every day? No, every it's day. work day. Every work day, I okay. go there on the. I get my uh, soft pretzel and my coffee. And uh, um, Melissa is my favorite at the um, register. Wow! A- and uh, um, but uh, Hakeem is nice too. You <laughs> brave the tiniest parking lot yeah. in the world. But you know what, Preston? I, I see the same people almost every day. It's okay. kind of cool to see when you see not only the same people working behind the counter, but you see the same customers. Yep. For me, it's Bristol Risque. Every day. You bring uh, a spork. Yeah, absolutely. If, uh-huh. if you have a personal record somewhere, or if you know someone who comes in regularly all the time without fail, 215 263 WMMR is the number. You don't have any any record that you came close to? Uh, I'm trying to think of it. I you know, I've no, I mean, like, for a while, I was a Wawa every morning guy, and then I started, uh, uh, I, I wanted to shave off some time so I could get in here and have a little extra time to practice. Right, right, and right. I started just doing stuff from home, getting my, I would normally go get a cup of coffee and a, you know, a banana or whatever it may be. So you'd make your banana at home. I make my bananas at home now, uh, <laughs> but no, I don't, I, I wish I had a story for you, but there was, for years, I would do go the, uh, to the Wawa at 113 and 73 in uh, Skipack. Would you get to, hey, how are you? Good morning. Oh, oh same yeah, people yeah. every right, day. Yeah, yeah. Got to know them really well. And it was funny to watch to watch the um, uh, uh, cast members is the wrong word. The staff come and go. Yeah. Like all of a sudden somebody would be gone and you're like, oh, wow. And you never see them see again, them again? For the rest of your life. And it's strange. I'm like, I was talking to you for two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, I certainly go to places on a regular basis, but um, mine's more out of convenience. So, like, if I'm going for coffee or whatever, if I'm headed in a certain direction, that's where I'm going to go. So I'm not necessarily... You have your geographical places yeah, that you have like, to hit I mean, if you're in a certain area. Even Target, like, uh, of course, I go to my Target. But if I happen to be out in King of Prussia or yesterday, I went to the Target over here just because it was convenient because 
because I had to go somewhere after work. I wasn't going home, so I quick ran here, picked up what I want. So it's more for me. It's convenience. I would love to have that sort of Norm from Cheers yeah. sort of, but I, 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 I mean, I've gone to places when I lived over in Maniunk. I, uh, I, I would go to that Seven Eleven virtually every day. Because it was right there, yeah. right at the top of Ridge. Yep. Uh, and so I, I knew the staff, and they had this this woman who worked. Um, she was like in her 80s, and I think it was obviously she'd retired, and most of her family had probably, you know, whatever. But she was the sweetest woman, and they had a little section for her set up and a little cafe Aww. thing. So that would be every day because that's something, even on the weekends, you're getting coffee, you know? Uh, so Bristol uh, Risque is a little bit more infrequent. Yeah. Uh, so, Nick, I was just doing a quick little math, and... Uh, if you have gone to Wawa every single day since you were like 13 years old, you would have would have gone to Wawa over 12,000 times. Okay. Wow. Okay. How many times do you think you've gone to Wawa in oh, your life? Well, I mean, if it's every day over the last, say, decade, mm-hmm. I'll do the math on that. But uh, we, my friend Tim lived right behind a Wawa in Paoli, and so we, anytime we would go see Tim, we would just swing by that Wawa. It just it becomes part of your routine. I, I, that's a great question. I have no idea what the answer is. Yeah, yeah. There's a text from somebody. This is not necessarily visiting somewhere, but they said, I've eaten a slice of pizza every day since high school, almost 12 years. Wait, <laughs> didn't we have somebody on? We, we, talk, we, yeah, we had to talk to the same Pizza guy. Joe, yeah. right? Pizza Something like that. I think it was Pizza Joe. Yeah. And he, he, yeah, he said, we were like, well, what about like mac and cheese? Like anything no. else? Yeah. Oh, slice of pizza. Uh, let me see. Oh, wait, here he is. Uh, no, it's actually, it's Mike. Oh. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Hi, Mike. Good. All right, Mike, you the guy that texted in about the pizza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is probably maybe my, uh, third time calling in. I, I've called okay. in about, like, pest stuff because I work, uh, pest control. Okay. All right. But, so, a slice of pizza every day for how many years? Twelve years? Oh, we just lost him. Damn it. Uh, One of the pests killed him. Yeah, I think so. They finally had it. Yeah. Uh, We're tired me, of your crap. Let me go to Amy. Hi, Amy. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Amy? Um. Well, so I'm not the person who dined at the same place every day, but I used to uh, run a Waffle House down in Maryland, okay. and we would have the same people every day. 365 days a year at the same time. Wow. You know, Mr. Smiley would be there at 5.30 every morning. He, I still remember. This was about five years ago, and I was there for about five years. But he would eat tomatoes, three slices of tomatoes with scrambled eggs <laughs> and wheat toast every single day. Who's, you know, who's, every day of the week. It's a, it's miraculous. But the Waffle House is full of people who are there every day. They come on Christmas. I have no doubt. Who's the longest? Uh, can you remember the the longest patron where just every day for how many years they were there? I think that they outlived me. So I think they were there longer. So it was longer than five years. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man, wow. and, and, and a lot of them ordering that same thing every day, too, right? Same meal. Yeah, I, I can remember the meals. Like, you just start cooking when you see them pull in the parking lot. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was great. And now I have to fought. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yes. Thank you, Amy. Ritual. You're welcome. Guys, you. Guys, you. Zooks to you. Wow, uh, Mike, man. the pizza guy's back on. All right, Hi, Mike. Mike. <laughs> You're back. Yes, I'm back. I'm back. Uh, all right, so so twelve years every day, slice of pizza without fail. Oh yeah, yeah. Whether it's frozen, whether it's from a pizza place, um, <laughs> with, without fail. I, all I right. work on the I work on the road all the time too. So I mean, grabbing a slice of pizza is something to get quick. See, I was wondering if you're going to the same place every day. 
but you're not. No, I mean, I mean, the pizza place I go to, I have been going there for probably like 15 plus years. Like, if I'm, and they still don't home, know you. <laughs> Mike, what, what's your which pizza place is your jam? Uh, it's uh called it's called Vinny's Two. It's in a uh, Hatfield, PA, and uh, they've just been consistent over the past like uh, you know, 15 or so years. So that's why that's why I go there. When you ever go into those places that are like you know Vinny's Two? You have to ask what happened to the Vinny's One. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the original one's actually right next to my house. It's just the second one. Um, I've just been going to the second one longer, so like I kind of just prefer it. <laughs> Aren't they pissed off that you have Vinny's right next to your house and you go to Vinny's too, which is further away? Yeah, plus Vinny's too does delivery and the other one doesn't, so sometimes I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank All right. you, Mike. Appreciate it, bud. Yep. See ya. Right. See ya. Yeah, I've never, uh, I mean, there are, there are places that I've, that have been kind of my haunt uh, yeah. for a bit, but not an every single day thing. My was, dad, yeah, my, my dad was a, an everyday Wawa Where? guy. Oh, yeah. every day? Yeah, every day Wawa guy. One, he was a one truck particular driver. Wawa? Well, he was a truck driver, okay. so it was a whole bunch of different Wawas. And he was, a, you know, he did local air freight, so, uh, you know, he, he didn't leave this area when he was a truck driver. Right. So, um, but, you know, our Wawa was Wawa number one. It was the very first Wawa I ever. remember that. And uh, they, the, they the, moved it, tore it down. You know what? Actually, when I was going to my regular Wawa, um, uh, for it was the one in Harleysville. It's not there anymore, but that was my every morning stop for years. I would not only see the same uh, staff members there, but the same customers every day. Yeah, it's, and it's, saying, it's like a family thing. After a while, you'd eventually, oh, by the way, I'm so-and-so. You know, I see you here uh-huh. every day. And then you chit-chat and find out. And then each day, maybe find out a little bit There's more Eleanor about the prostitute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff the, like that. Because a lot of times when we're going to it in the morning. Yes. <laughs> There's, yeah, there's a lot of people out doing weird things. I did yeah. it with three people in Wawa the morning. Okay, you had sex with three people in Wawa. <laughs> well, <laughs> after like 15 years, you get to know them, yeah. and they're horny. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, were, were you talking with yeah. some of the fellow customers? Because I see them almost every day, and okay. then occasionally, like you mentioned before, with the, the employees, occasionally the customers also disappear, and you're like, man, I wonder what happened to that yeah. guy. Yeah, I would love to have the situation where some oh, you've been hey, we appreciate your business. You've been coming in for years. Like there was a guy that uh, a Duncan who had that. It was in the news locally, and they threw him a uh, like a 90th birthday party, uh, you know. And uh, but, but I mean that's kind of cool. And yeah. For a lot of people, it is your sort of. It's it becomes and sadly sometimes it might be their only sense of family. You right. know, yeah. When I worked at Dunkin' Donuts for years, there, there were customers that were that came in religiously, like you're hearing, and I, you got the impression that that was it for them. That was their interaction. So I always made I made a special effort to chase him out. Yeah, no, I, no. I my Wawa is the one in Broomall, and I love it because it is it's an old school Wawa. You know, it's just that box. Yep. You know, and I, listen, I love the new Wawas. I go to the one on two fifty two uh, quite often as well. But my Wawa, it's like the OG Wawa. You know, like you you just you, you can't mistake. That's my yeah. Germantown. They, they, it doesn't have the gas station. It's old style. They they just did a refurb on it, which is pretty cool. But yeah, yeah I like it. All right, I'm going to go next to Dale. Hi there, Dale. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good morning. Good morning, bud. Good morning, Ed. What's up, bud? Happy 420, by the way. Ah, Happy 420. Same to you. A lot of people are heading to Wawa after their (laughs) session today. The Wawa I go to every morning, Monday through Friday, there's an employee there named Martin. And he is the nicest guy. Same spot every day. Doesn't miss a beat. He Gotta works there every day. Out. He works. He he never takes a day off. As far as I know, I have never. I mean, I haven't had a day off in a few years. Mm-hmm. And this Wawa's been open probably about five. It's on Woodbury Glassboro Road, and uh, I don't know if it's Mantua or Glassboro, but it's like in the middle of towns. 
Uh, but this guy does not miss a beat. He you, you look, every day, he smiles to everybody. People walk up to him, conversate like, like he's just a neighbor. Hey, so you look forward to seeing him? Yes, every day. Okay. Every day. He's a great guy. There's your shard out for him. <laughs> All right, for Dale. <laughs> or for yeah. Martin, yeah. All right, thank you, Dale. I could see, like, Casey after retirement. Yeah. I could see you doing that sometime. We're going to Wawa? No, no, or just somewhere where you have the opportunity to talk with people that you've never met before. And, you know, if, if you're a senior citizen that kind of gets bored yeah. and you want to just get a part-time job to get out there or or maybe even a full-time job, I could see you being in a, in a position like that. Like, yeah, maybe a Wawa. Or, or the ER. Or something I, like that. Or it, the ER. Uh, yeah. Where I are you did. from? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to do something that... Yeah, so where I could be with people, but uh, in a in a setting where people wouldn't piss me off. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wawa, I think for the most part, I could probably deal with those people. You'd you know? be good, a good yeah. customer relations, good people person. Yeah, and pick your optimum. You want to be at the register, right? I if you yeah, want to oh, interact yeah, with people, I right? Could, I couldn't. I couldn't sling hoagies all day. No way. Nope. No, it's not my jam, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But we're wondering if uh, if you have a personal record of every day without fail uh, going somewhere. And I, I had a feeling it'd be tough to find some people that are that way, like this uh, woman that we were reading about who's uh, been to Wawa every day for 30 years. It doesn't have to be 30 years. It could be just a couple of years, but Cheryl Ann Sippel is her name. Uh, let me go next to Erica. Hi, Erica. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Erica? Um, well, I worked at the same video store and managed it for nine years. And a bunch of customers, you know, are regular as a video source. But I had a special brother pair. They came in every Monday for the entire nine years that I worked there to see what was coming out the next day. Oh. And then they would come back the next day <laughs> and get the movies. So every day, every Monday and Tuesday for nine years. So they, they came in my they, they'd make it a two-day effort to find out what was coming out and then to come back the next day and get it. Did they ever consider just coming by the next day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you know, maybe, like you said, you know, we all become family. All um, the regulars that would come in. So true. So just in to, to, to see us, I guess, probably. That sort of sucks when you, so somebody, you, you know people like that at these various businesses where that may be their only social interaction. The place closes down. You wonder <laughs> yeah. what, what happens, happens yeah. you know? Erica, do you remember their names? Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was Nick and Willie. Nick and Nick Willie. Nick and Willie. Aww. That sounds like a video store couple. <laughs> You're well, right. And we did. We went out of business, and uh, so I had a lot of regulars. I wonder what happened to them after we went out. They yeah. probably right. still show up at the lot. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Erica. Appreciate it. Um, let me go next to Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Chris? Uh, I eat peanut butter every day. <laughs> you eat peanut butter every day? Every day. How I long? like turtles. How long do you think that's been? Uh, probably since around 14 or 15 years old. I'm 62 now. Wow. The only time that I don't eat it is when I'm incapacitated. I had open heart surgery. I had six bypasses. You couldn't get uh, a nurse to give you peanut butter? I was in intensive care for four days and stuff. But soon, as soon as I started eating the regular food, I asked for peanut butter. Wow. Yep. So you, will you eat it the same way every time? No, no, no. Like if I have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, that's fine. If I don't eat peanut butter on anything, like crackers or something at night for a snack or whatever, then when I come home from work, I'll just open one of the jars, take a spoon, take a thing, and then close the jar and put it back in the cabinet. Do you live alone? Butter, I go out and buy five five jars at a time. Do you live alone or you have a family that will might mind you dipping the, <laughs> into the communal peanut butter? 
Well, no, because it's just my wife and I, and she doesn't eat peanut butter. Ah, there you go. Perfect. But I don't, yeah. I don't awesome. double dip anyway. I just, I just take yeah. a spoon. It takes one spoon for yeah. All right. Well, All right. Chris, right. you could do what, what Ted Lasso does, and he just leaves an open jar of peanut butter on his counter, and he leaves it open so he could just dip his finger in whenever he wants and, and take a little... Uh, a little bit. Yeah, but that might draw ants or something. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good true. Point. We're, Good we're, point. we're yeah. a little cleaner than that, you know. You got to take it through. Now, we Thanks, talked Chris. about this before, but my cousin apparently uh, has a ham and cheese sandwich for lunch every single day, and it's just one. And I, I believe that's uh, what we talked about, uh, Nick, a couple of years ago or a year ago, whatever, when Pizza Joe ended up calling in <laughs> because he just he knows that he likes it. Right? Yeah, and I and, and I'm like, how do you not get tired of that? But he he's not tired of it, and he still continues to eat it. I'm gonna go to uh, Tom, school bus driver. Yeah. Hey, Tom, good morning, buddy. Hey, good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. Now, nah, what's up, man? We want to hear about it. I go to the Soderton Family Restaurant every day after I drop the kids off from school. I love you that have, place. Yeah. Yes, you you have been there. Yep. The owner Carol. Yep. They're open every day but Christmas. Every uh, day but Christmas, she's there. And you and you go every day. I am there, going my on my way now. When I get <laughs> off the school bus, I put you guys on and listen to the fifteen minute drive before I get there every day. But Sunday. How long has that been happening, Tom? It's been happening since I moved up in Soderton. Eight years. Eight, eight years. years nice. Going to the same yeah. place. So you got it. It has to be that sort of thing where you walk in yeah. and everyone says hi. It's like a norm thing. You yeah. walk in, it's like Tom. Tom. <laughs> hey Tom, what Tom. do you get? Do you get some anything on the regular? Uh, the number six with an extra egg, which is <laughs> eggs over easy. With bacon. <laughs> I, I like their corned beef hash, Tom. That's what I get every time I go there. There you go. One of these days, I have to bump into you when you're there. Buddy. All right, man. You, will you be sitting at the counter? Yes, and I usually see you. I was at your son's when you did bingo calling. I gave you that little. Precious bottle. When we did what calling? Bingo calling. Oh, bingo. oh, yeah. Nice. I gave it a little, uh, little gift. All right. Well, thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. I'll That's see, pretty I'll cool. See you at the Southern Family Restaurant. All right, guys, you rock. All right, see you, buddy. All right, every day. That's... Can you go to Kimberly on Line Six? That's yeah, that's a situation. Sure. Yeah. All right. Hi, Kimberly. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. How are you? Great. What's up, Kimberly? <laughs> so I. From the time I was 16 until I was probably in my third, um, just about my 30s, I worked for a grocery store and worked my way up, started working customer service. We always had, when you work the day shift, you always have the same customers come in to get their lottery tickets, their cigarettes, whatever. You learn, you get to know them and stuff like that. And we had this one customer for years. She was coming in every day. We actually knew her lottery numbers already for her so we could get them printed out for her and then she didn't come in for two days straight we found out one of the other employees called her house and we found out she had passed away there were 15 of us that took off that day and went to her funeral oh that's you know we're seeing that up and and so we had a situation when we were working at uh, y100 and media there was this, a gas station next to us and we go over and get a like they had pretzels and stuff like that and just yeah. pick up sundries as they say and there was a woman we called flocky because her hair sort of looked like flock of seagulls lead singer but she was wonderful and saw her Basically, Preston, every day. Yeah. I was always there smiling. Yep. And when she passed, definitely, uh, yeah, went to the funeral. And actually, she asked me, she knew she was passing away to make her funeral music mixtape. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Kimberly. <laughs> Appreciate it. I mean, there's something, uh, 
uh, endearing about it. I think it is. It's, a, a, yeah. a regular person you see every day, even if it's only for a minute, uh, you know, it's something bright about that. Well, yeah, and again, for a lot of people, that's their all, that's their only social interaction, and it yeah. means the world to them. Yeah. You know, there's um, a guy that goes to my Wawa every day, and he uh, quite literally works the graveyard shift at a graveyard. Oh. And, and my impression is. He doesn't have a lot of interaction with alive people. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, he talks a lot at this Wawa, but he sees the same people every day. He's a friendly guy, really outgoing, and I think he really just enjoys that part of his day. You need I, it. I don't blame him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's what this woman, uh, Cheryl Ann Sipple, uh, she just loves going. She lives in Wilmington, and she drives to Chichester to go this uh, to this Wawa every day. Buddies. And has not missed a day in 30 years? 30 years. Crazy. They How does her, that happen? They gave her coffee for a week. Nice. Come on. <laughs> you know what? We're going to give you one of our totes. How about that? Well, it's a generous Terrible. company. Yeah, they are. I think, again, and I, not being outlandish, I think a Lamborghini would be nice. I don't think it's out of the question <laughs> yeah. at all. So. All right. Well, thank you for your calls. We appreciate it. I want to uh, take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We have an exclusive, ladies and gentlemen, when we return. Oh, yeah. John DeBella oh. on our show today. Uh, John is actually going to be inducted into the Philly Walk of Fame. He'll join Pierre Robert and many other luminaries. Uh, we'll talk to him in just a minute. Stay put. We'll be right back. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's Video On Demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest has a special honor that is going to be bestowed upon him today. And we're very excited to welcome our friend down the hall here this morning. I just got done with this. I know. I know. You just played it. John DeBay! Hey, Thank man. you, guys. Boy, you really fluffed out your mustache today uh, for the special uh, occasion. This is a special day. Yeah. yeah. I, cool. went, I went full D'Artagnan today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, congratulations, man. Thank you. This is cool. Thank you. We found out, I think it was back in February yeah. Uh, somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably around there. Probably yeah. around there. And I wasn't allowed to tell anybody about it when they first told me oh, because really? they wanted to save it for their press release. Right. Yeah. Right. And the day before the release came out, I went to Pierre and I said to him, I said, I said let me ask you, I said, your, your plaque on the Walk of Fame is, where is it? And he starts to describe where it is, and then Pancake comes in and goes, no, it's not there again. (laughs) (laughs) And then Pancake explains where it is. Yeah, that's about right. And then I said to him, I said, do you think they'll put mine next to yours? And, you know, I got the biggest scream and <laughs> hug and yell and everything oh, like that. Man. He was like, yeah, well, he's my oldest buddy in the city. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. So, uh, well, so. this is this is so appropriate that, yeah. I mean, for you, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're a legend. You're, you're our friend. You know, we love to see, you know, this, this happen. It's a cool thing. It we, is. We were talking about it, though, and I didn't realize how, um, how long the run is. And where it goes down further than I thought it did. Mm-hmm. And so you did. Listen. I got Eddie, good placement. You got I, good I, placement. I got good placement. That's all you wanted. I'm on the corner of, <laughs> right. of, of, of a broad and pine. Right. Not I'm to the very first one. Yes. Awesome. Uh-huh. But I mean, uh-huh. 
Yeah, that's you should you, you should be in a more prominent spot. But the thing that cracks me up about this is if you if you're walking along, you'll see that they space them so that they could put ones in between. Mm-hmm. When is that going to start? Because yeah. we're getting down near Oregon now. Yeah. How about these other spaces where people actually walk? Well, <laughs> that would actually see it. Yeah, but yeah. you're with yeah. a, you're being inducted and with a number of luminaries. I mean, mm-hmm. the list is you have the Bacon Brothers, you mm-hmm. have Ed Rendell. Patty Jackson, who we right, love, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you know, I mean, these are. Uh, and then there's a special yeah, presentation. Ken, Kenny Gamble, Leon Huff, and uh, Tom Bell. They're going to call it the Sound of Philadelphia. The mm. three of them right. uh, together, which is right. really cool. And then Larry Maggot's getting a special award. Uh, he's already in the walk, but he's getting some sort of special award. I, don't I, know I love that they do this. Uh, this is uh, how many cities do have a walk of fame I, like this? Are, are we? We've got to be a few. I, I mean, yeah, this and we and uh, I, I guess there are others, but yeah, there's L.A. My son, who was living in L.A. one <laughs> one time, uh, he was living there for about eleven years, and one and literally had a, a, a condo on the corner of Hollywood and Vine. There you go. All right, you know, right yeah. there, there, you can't get more in the middle of Hollywood than that. And and one night we're walking uh, we're walking back to his apartment, and as, as we're walking, he grabs me and pulls me to the side, and it's only like it's like it's dusk, it's like yeah. you know seven thirty eight o'clock at night, and he pulls me over to the side and he goes look out and I, and, I, and I go what and he goes take a look and there's a guy pants down <laughs> taking a dump on Milton Burrow. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's, yeah. that's adorable. That's adorable. Right? <laughs> so that's what got yeah. me wondering Don't... about what's going to happen here because now. <laughs> People can finally walk all over me the way they always want. And take a dump yeah. if they want. Yeah. There are some celebrities that actually go out the more, from what I understand, the more narcissistic ones. And polish. And polish oh, their, their stars. I never thought about it, that, yeah. that this is a potential for for public, <laughs> you know, yeah. persecution can now take place. That's yeah. wild. Oh well, I, you know, for many years, and, and um, growing up on Long Island, you were at, uh, and we talked about this, yeah. WLIR, sure. which is where I first became, uh, you know, aware of you. You were a very popular uh, DJ there and uh, that was so LIR was one of the first you know with with maybe KROQ and uh, and the PIX Mm -hmm. uh, the first alternative stations yeah well actually LIR beat K-Rock but because we were on Long Island and K-Rock was in Los Angeles, they got all of the credit the for attention. Be, being, you know, this you know, this new wave right. you know, radio station when we had been doing it for almost a year already. And watching um, the Joan Jett documentary, you're, you're prominently featured in that. And then there's, there is a documentary about uh, LIR, mm-hmm. which begot DRE, called uh, Dare to be Different. And you're prominently featured in that this as well. This is a real nice way of talking about how old I am. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you're just, you just have a long legacy and you've been part of my life for many decades now. Yeah. And, and mine as well in Casey's. I mean, I grew up listening to you, John, and, and this is a really vague and open-ended question, but I'll, I'll ask it anyway. Uh, what does Philadelphia mean to you? Uh, this my, this is my life. You 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 went for you went for the throat. <laughs> you have no idea how much you went for the throat here, because because th- this is what I'm afraid of tonight at the gala. Yeah, that I'm going to start to talk, and I am a complete wuss. I'm an emotional wuss, and mm. I will break into tears at the drop of a hat. Mm. I I saw a, com- a McDonald's commercial <laughs> once with an old guy, and and I was crying <laughs> my eyes out yeah. by the time it was over. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, but but it, it it's if this is my life the, 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 and I'm saying this tonight in my speech that 
Uh, I, I only made one. I'm not the brightest guy on the planet. If I was if I was smart, I would be like my brother and be a vice president at IBM. Right, right. Yeah. Did, did he go to Yale? <laughs> what, 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 did, did he go to Yale? No, he didn't go to Yale. Okay. Uh, all right, right. That, that, that's a, what, why? Why? Why <laughs> now? Did you go to Yale? Uh, one year. Okay. All right. <laughs> one year. <laughs> For free. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> For free. I was their only commuter student. <laughs> I literally drove up every Tuesday and Thursday because I didn't want to live in New Haven. All right, yeah. all right. <laughs> so, but the thing you were going to say in your speech yeah. is 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 uh, I, I, I'm not the brightest person on the planet, but the smartest thing I ever did would say yes to Charlie Kendall when he said, "Come to Philadelphia." Mm. I, I I love this city more than life itself. In all honesty, I can tell you from right. from my perspective, coming from you know New York, coming from the same deal as as you, Philadelphia means everything to me. <laughs> I mean, and, and it has to be the same for you, Johnny. You, uh, you, you know. Listen, you would not say this, but you're beloved. You, you have. Um, there's just a kindness and a support. Uh, we talk, We've talked about this many times because mm-hmm. we, we're, we're fortunate to. You know, you you gave us benefit of your experience when we first got here, and and so on and so forth. There is a loyalty and a kindness and a support you will not find anywhere else. No, that's for sure. That's, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I honestly think. And with the well, well, for three of us, we're not from here. Yeah. Right. And and I, I honestly think that when you move here, you learn to love this city more than the people who are from here, mm. because they, they, you know a lot of a lot of Philadelphians that that, that downtrodden. Yeah. Oh, we're in the shadow of New York, and and I remember years ago when when the zoos started to become really popular, I was being interviewed by someone, and they said, "Well, you know, we know what's going to happen." Right, you're you're going to you know you're going to get real popular here, and then you're going to pick yourself up. You're going to move to New York. I said I, I have absolutely no desire. No, 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 no. I said, look, I do not live in New York shadow. I cast one. <laughs> 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 and I meant that as support for yeah. Philadelphia, and it was taken in the way out of <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, th- thankfully, that was well before social media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I want to say I think it's you know when you came here in 1982, never in a million years would you have thought that you would be doing this you know later on today. No way at hell. But like you are a fabric of the city of Philadelphia, whether you like it or not. And I got to tell you, in the spring of 1993, I went and saw Peter Gabriel at the Spectrum, and I, I met you. <laughs> I, <laughs> met, I met you in the concourse, and when we started here in in 05, and, and then I, I started working at the same company, and I told you that story. I mean, listen, there, there were a couple of highlights from that night, and, you know, the one highlight, the first one was was meeting you, and you said to me, was I nice to you? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to remind you that, yes, you were. You were. Well, to kind of go off what Casey said, anytime I say that I work at WMMR, there's two things that people say to me. Either they say, oh, Preston and Steve, or they say, oh, Pierre and John DeBella. Uh-huh. And, yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, and I, I know you're not going to say it, but, like, that's so cool. You, I mean, you are Philadelphia. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, the, the thing that I get, this is, this is, and you guys must get the confusion also. People will come up to me all the time, and they they recognize me, but they're not really sure of the name. And I get Pierre Robin, (laughs) and my answer always is no. Pierre hair, Debella no hair. Yeah. <laughs> we get that. That's us. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am bald. <laughs> I mean, you don't need any greater delineation, but and in the building we get it. Yeah. I don't even correct people. No, 
Yeah. If they're happy to see us, we call it a win. Exactly. So you um you are there and have been there every morning on people's best days and and on people's worst days. And I want to tell you, I got to thank you again because when my father passed away. Uh, you gave me some great um, uh, love and support. And I got to tell you, every single time I look into the sky, I not only think of my father, but I think of you and I think of your father because that's what you told me, you know, because your father had passed away years and years ago <laughs> and it never goes away. But, like, you're, it was really, it was a nice and comforting thing for you to tell me. I, I, I say hi to Dad every morning in the mm-hmm. back parking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every morning. I, Can you say hi to my dad, too? <laughs> I will. That might, might be close. Yeah. They might be close. Although I have to tell you, one of, the, of, of, uh, of all of the love that I feel in this building, one of the things that I always recall is you. Oh, <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick. Yeah. On, on drunk day. <laughs> and I came walking into the studio, and I think you guys are already off the air, and I got the biggest, you got no idea. <laughs> How much I love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like, really, I would not be doing this if it wasn't for you. <laughs> like, well, it's true. My dad would drive me to school some days, and, and we would always listen to the morning zoo. And uh, the fact that you and I are now shopping buddies on a, a Fridays. On we, Fridays. We often see each That's other in right. the grocery store, and it's, it's become sort of this tradition. So now on Thursdays, John will come in here and tell me what his shopping schedule is going to be like on Friday after the show. And it's just, it's wonderful. And one day, I saw you and Andre Gardner at the same grocery store. And I was like, we're all the same so cool. John, I, I like to, when, when I have some free time, I, I walk down the hallways and I take a look at the, the pictures that are here. And it's the history of WMMR. Thank I, you, Pierre. Yeah, yeah. totally. And, yeah. and I love it. I'm and fast. he paid for it. People I, should know that. And it ain't cheap either. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, I'm fascinated by the history of this radio station because we're a part of the history of this radio station mm-hmm. now, and I hope this radio station sticks around for a long, long time because of that. I want somebody someday to walk down the hallways and see pictures of us and go, remember, yeah, I heard about those guys. Because there are names of, you know, not growing up in Philadelphia that I see in these magazine articles and photos, and I'm like, I know of that person. I don't know that person, but I'm I feel a kinship with that person in the fact that we've worked at this radio station. You've been at MGK for twenty years. Twenty Whoa. years. Twenty now, years, man. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, it's the longest I've been at any radio station. No, no kidding. Yeah, kidding. Yeah, yeah. So they should be firing me anyway. <laughs> yeah. L I R M M R uh Y S P. Well, I, I normally don't say that. But took a lot of therapy to get over that. <laughs> I say this, and it's funny, because we, we all have our different things that we connect to you on. Well, you and I talk tech a lot and talk about, you know, just, just, just stuff like that. But also just, you know, there, we often share a lot of those crazy... Um, can you believe this? Right. It, like, can you believe this? That this goes on? This, you know, and to have the kind of longevity that you have, and in those situations, you know, so you speak to the the, the masses with with your show, but it's just again, we and I can't say it enough. Having you in the building, having your um your perspective on things has been really wonderful for us being here all these years, and to have a friendship with you is just one of the greatest things. I have to tell you, I, long before we were in this multi-station, yeah. you know, uh, atmosphere, uh, real estate, I, I always used to hear about radio stations that you know, we're like this. That right. it was like, you know, one studio was this station, and the next studio was that. And I always thought that was the worst. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's, that's going to be terrible. Because, I mean, I, I, I've always approached radio with, first off, morning shows are separate than the rest of the day. We, we are our own club. 
right? And yeah. when you meet other morning show people, you have a lot of respect for them because you understand what it is that they go through, right? Uh, at, at the same time, once you get on the air, you want to destroy them, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. You know? So I always kept that alive in me until this happened. Yeah. And, you know, and we were on, like, when we were on separate floors, it was still, like, the kind of that old way. But when it became all of us, station after station after station, and I don't know, you probably have explained this. It, you know, it's, it's MGK, and then it's Ben FM, and then it's you guys, and then it's XTU, and then it's the two AM stations whose call letters we never mentioned. <laughs> you know, and then there's the Fanatic. Right. Yeah. Right? You know, <laughs> you know, and then there's the Fanatic. And it's like, and it's so great. I just love it. I love walking up and down the halls. And I, I, I'm driving Marissa crazy, right? Because our window, see, we yeah. have actual windows. We, yeah. don't have, we don't have, you know, architectural artwork outside of right. our studios. Right. But I look out at the parking lot and I take attendance every morning. Uh, yeah. Right? yeah. You know, because like, like when, when you were gone a, a couple of days ago, or a couple of weeks ago, I look outside and I just go to Steve, where's, where's Preston? Oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I went to find Andy, uh, Andy yesterday. She... She's Is getting a, a new, new car. car. <laughs> She's getting a new car, and her old car wasn't there. And I'm like, <laughs> are you here? Are Wait, you so does, does Marissa want to kill you because you know what time she gets here? No, it's not a matter of that. Her oh. car her car's been missing oh, for over yeah. a month or so, and yeah. I keep asking her, and, and I always get this sort of dodged answer. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yep, it's, well, uh, it's, it's out there. It's here we go. Here we go. Uh, well, I guess this is the week of spilling my life. I don't know okay. if you heard. I got married. Yeah, the other day. I, I did. I, I, I did. I saw your ring. It's yeah. beautiful. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. I got in a little car accident. It's kind of embarrassing. What? Oh, no. But there's been. We all do. I know, but there's like pieces on back order. They can't get it. So uh, I've been like waiting on it. So I don't know. So what are you? You're just driving a rental? Who cares? It's the John DeBella segment right now. <laughs> but, uh, no, thank you, Septa. We're awesome. And uh, we're good. So like every day he like calls me out and I'm like, dude, like take a hit. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I get to call it out because John, years and years and years ago, I interviewed before I was full time with the Preston and Steve show. I interviewed with John, and we had a great interview. He told me something that I'll never forget. He said, "You never get used to the morning show schedule." But he also said to me, "I don't think you're right for our show. I don't <laughs> think you're a good fit." Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and that, and, it, it and I, have, I have openly, I have openly <laughs> admitted this to her. <laughs> One of the big mistakes I've made in my career. Yes, it was. Uh, right. well, here's, here's Thanks, a, John. Here's a success. You did hire a former intern of ours, Steve Asilotti, is, uh-huh. is your producer. And I think that it's really cool that you talk about the familial familial atmosphere up and down the hallways here. Uh, Kristen Herman's down the hall in the mornings, mm-hmm. and she used to work with us, and, yeah. and Steve Asilotti working with you. It's really cool to see young, talent, hardworking, smart people stay in radio. And I'm, I'm, I'm just proud of Steve because he gets to work with you every day. Now, it's, it, I mean, it's great. It, it really is. Although there is something, and I'm wondering if you guys, you you two might be going through this already. Actually, all of you might be going through this already. Uh, people who come up to you, they look like they're your age. Maybe sometimes they look even older. Mm-hmm. And they say, I've been listening to you since, you know, yeah. and, you know and I, oh, high since school. I was, uh, since high school. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And you look at them going, <laughs> you, you, aren't you older than me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That happens yes. to me all the time. I know that, especially you. <laughs> John, I was going to ask you what it was about Vasilotti. Was it that he was doing naked bicycles with another man in the gym <laughs> that really caught your eye and you wanted to hire him? Uh, no, no. What, what actually, actually happened twice. I had two opportunities to hire him. 
And the first time he he gave me a tape, and we, I was just looking for like a board op. That's right, a, that's all all I needed. Right, and and he gave me this tape of stuff he had done on this show, and I turned to him and I said, "I'm I'm going to do you a favor, and I'm not going to hire you." And he's looking at it like, "How the hell is that a favor?" And I'm saying, "Because you've got so much talent." You should not relegate yourself to this board op job. Go find a radio job. You deserve to be on the air. He's good, right? Right. He's not always what you want to hear, but right. yeah. yeah. And and uh, uh, like a month or so later, I bump into his dad. I didn't even know him at that time. And he says to me, he says, "Oh, I'm uh, I'm Dan Vassilotti. You interviewed my son." I said, "I gave him the best advice I could have, and I told him what I did." He says, "Well." I don't think he was really appreciative of that. <laughs> right. And then, and then the next time round, uh, uh, one of one of the guys that was working on the show, uh, who was one of the producers on the show, uh, went over to the fanatic, and I needed somebody in a hurry. And the fanatic had just let Steve go. Yeah, right? yeah. And and Bill came to me. He said, "You want this guy, right?" And uh, and. He's not anywhere around, is he? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Best damn producer I've had in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Best damn producer I've ever had. Right, right, yeah. Well, well, you know, Steve. Once he knows that, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Screwed. I'll be paying for that yeah. for weeks, months, the rest he, of my career. He does this thing where he likes to hang out with his family. You got to right. that in the bud. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, 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 yeah, yeah. please, please. I, mean, I do not understand how seventy-five people live in one house down the shore <laughs> for a week, and you know, and fifty of them are children. <laughs> you mentioned Bill, uh, Bill West, and our program director, your program director. Right. Uh, um, and we love uh, having fun with, with oh, Bill. But there's nothing more fun than having fun with oh Bill. Oh my God! Do you get graded too? Yeah, does he oh, give yeah, you grades? Yeah. What would you? Uh, we get a grade. Do you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get? Uh, do you get a, a, a plus? And do you uh-huh. get a check yes. plus? Uh, so, no, yeah. I have heard him say check plus on rare occasions. Yeah. Yeah. I need I, you to stop talking <laughs> and listen to me. That's one of my favorite Bill clips to play. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow is an international talk like Bill West today. <laughs> is it really? Yes. 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 Uh-huh. It is yeah. because Bill Bill walks into our meetings and. And he will speak. You know, you know, Bill's got a normal speaking yeah. voice like this, but the other voice is when he <laughs> announces his presence. Morning, morning, show people. <laughs> he does that thing, and we've taken it to you know level ten yeah, level because he, he, he uh, is tonight. That's right. what he's here. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh God, it is it's, he, he? There's one. There's one thing. I uh, uh, <laughs> I would go through. <laughs> I was on blood thinners for some length of time, yeah. and now I'm really telling you my age. Right? <laughs> right? I, I'm off of them now, thank God. Right, but every once in a while they would cause me to have nosebleeds. Okay, right. and Bill would always turn to me and, go, and I would have like something yeah. stuck up my nose to prevent the nosebleed, and he go. Bat in the cave. Got a bat in the cave. <laughs> I go, what the hell are you talking about? Got a bat in the cave. And I said, is this some sort of like, you know, eerie Syracuse buffalo thing? Bat in the cave? And he goes, no, no. Said, there he is. <laughs> you knew if we talk about him long enough, he's going to walk into the room. Yeah. So he, right? Bill, you were plugging up your bleeding nose. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Bill thought it was. Uh, you, bat in the cave. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought it, you were going to say, Bill would say, well, no. Sound a little stuffy on the air this morning, John. Is there something going on there that we need to know about? Well, well, I, I use you guys uh, a lot of the times as an excuse. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, because, like, we'll do a bit, and you know, and someone will say vagina. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and 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 His Holiness <laughs> gets totally upset, and I, and I'll just go. Did you hear them? <laughs> Did you hear them this morning? 
We had one guy say vagina in a phone call, and you're bringing that up? The whole bit was great, but no, he said vagina. John, we did a full 20 minutes plus yesterday on a torn tampon. (laughs) Bill loved that. John, there's there's one other compliment I want to pay you, and I think it's something that um, President and Steve have carried on, is uh, your adoration and... um for comedians. You've always made room for them and uh, I think that they never forget that. You know, that there are comedians and artists that are out there uh, who sometimes can't catch a break and you've been a, um, a support system for that. Any particular favorite comedians over the years? Because I know you've had everybody from Seinfeld to um, uh, who knows who the latest one is. Uh, um, uh, probably th- 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 there's a few of them, but if, if you put my feet to the fire and ask me, you know, if you could have anybody in the studio, who do you want? The answer is Bob Marley. Oh, oh yeah, Bob Bob's the best. Yeah. Bob, Bob Marley, so is, much fun. Bob Marley is is <laughs> is, is, is like. The first time I went to see him, uh, I, I went to see him at Helium, and I came to a point where I was I was in so much pain from laughing, where <laughs> all of the muscles in the yeah. neck and the back of your head are tightening up. I came, like, within seconds of screaming, stop, stop, <laughs> please <laughs> stop. Right. Right, right. And whenever he comes in, and we refer to him as Bob Marley, the funniest man to ever walk into the studio. Yeah. Right, and so so he he's definitely number one on the list. I love Vinny Brand. Vinny's great. Right, right, right. Vinny's fantastic. Uh... Uh, Paul Mercurio, uh, Adam Ferrara. Yeah. Uh, th- did you guys have Greg Warren on this week? Uh, uh, no, we next are. week. Next We've week. talked to Greg for years. Oh, yeah, God, have you seen his new special? No. Oh, my. It's, it comes out tomorrow. It <laughs> yeah. comes out tomorrow on YouTube. All right? All right. Look at that, Greg. I'm helping you out on another <laughs> show. Right? It is brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's just, just fantastic. But at one time, I owned a comedy club. I was partners in a comedy club here in Philadelphia, and that's where it all really came from. Was uh, that the one on South Street? Th- that was no, 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 no. That uh, this was the the Comedy Factory outlet on Bank Street between uh, Market and and Chestnut. What was the name? Right, uh, the Comedy Factory outlet. Comedy Factory. Outlet. <laughs> <laughs> so for a while, you had giggles, chuckles, tears, titters. Yeah, and and one day we had Patton Oswalt on the show. He was calling in. And, and uh, every once in a while this happens, and it happens with the the, the last people on earth that you expect it. Uh, um, and Patton Oswalt calls in, and I go, All right, we got Patton Oswalt. It was the first time on the show, yeah. and we got Patton Oswalt on the show. I said, hey, it's you know great to talk to you. He goes, John DeBella. I went, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking to you. I said, why do you even know who I am? Yeah. And he says, we had a club in Baltimore also. And he goes, I broke out of your Baltimore club. If it wasn't for your Baltimore club, I wouldn't uh, wow. be here today. Like, wow. Because cool. the longstanding thing with Pat and right. Oswald for a long time, he, yeah. he was, did not suffer morning shows. Yeah, right, not, right. Yeah, right, yeah. right. I like him. Right, right. You know, yeah. but, uh, so I, I guess I lucked out. And the other one was uh, Bradley Cooper. Right? There's this thing. And you guys, you guys have to get it also. There's, there's the whisper. Yeah. That, that's Preston. Yeah. That's Steve from Preston Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, and then there's the. Um, uh, I know you. I know you. Yeah. And then there's what I refer to as the look. Okay. Yeah. Where someone is is a diehard fan, 
right? And and you can see it in their eyes. Okay, they're gonna go. All right. <laughs> so Bradley Cooper, uh, right after the Hangover w- happened, right? He came. He was in the studio, and we sit down, and, and we and and he's he's to my left, and you know I'm doing the introduction. And I go, and Bradley Cooper's here from the new film, The Hangover, and I turn and look at him, and he's doing the, the look. look. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-oh, what is this? And uh-huh. he goes, you're John DeBell. Uh, <laughs> and I, said, I didn't know he was from wow. Philly. Yes. Yeah. And I said, he says, every day on the bus, going to school, you are all we listen to. And I said, oh, thank you. He goes, no, no, you don't understand. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that, really was, that was we, a great one. We often j- joke that, you know, our, our dear friend, we've had Bradley Cooper on <laughs> Like three times in yeah. the studio. Yeah. In the studio. And it's one of those things where they're off and running. Right. And uh, it's, it's not like they're taking your calls. Right, right, <laughs> and you understand, right, right. we love them to death, right. but we still pretend it's... that we're on a first name, <laughs> right, yeah, bloody yeah, basis, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. because oh, yes. we prefer to live in fantasy mm-hmm. world. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it's it's the it's the uh, the the circle of fame, the clock of fame. Yes, right. From six o'clock to about eleven thirty, famous people are your best friends. Mm. <laughs> they just like, and then somewhere around. Um, at 10, 30, 11 o'clock, something like that, right? They said, you, you don't hear from them much anymore. And then they, they, they disappear. Yeah. And then at about 2.30... It would usually happen uh, years ago yeah. when you got your when you got a square on Hollywood Squares uh-huh. is when you'd start working the radio again. Right, right because right. now now yeah. oh my God I'm on that part of the career. <laughs> so but you're right. Just wait for the clock <laughs> and it'll come, come back, back around. around, yeah. Yeah. Back around yeah. Again. Yeah. Right. yeah. So so you're at the uh, the public library this week. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> It's part of what the time deal. you have to be? Because I know that you yeah, have a, a, your you own schedule. What yeah, time yeah, you got to yeah. be there? Again, I have to tell you that is the mark of a great producer. Yeah, right? because obviously I have been on way too long already. <laughs> Not so, for us. So, so, yeah. so we are concerned with when I have to leave. No, I'm good. I'm yeah. right. <laughs> so are we. Yeah. We've got another. Oh wait, no, Bill. Well, we're, wrap we're it up. for TSL right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> now listen. It, it, you, you, so you've got the actual event out. It's out. You know, with the actual dedication of the of the the, the plaque itself. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'll, I'll see it today for the first time. Eleven right. thirty this morning. They're they're gonna they show them oh. to you. And then a banquet tonight. Uh, yes. And then a banquet tonight. Yes. Right. 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 So, Sensational. Uh, right. And and the line that I keep repeating. So you're gonna hear this everywhere. It'll be in newspapers wherever yeah. the hell they are. Right. Right. The great thing about this is, right. Normally. When they put your name on a plaque in the ground, <laughs> yeah. you don't get to see it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Right. Very yeah, good yeah. point. So, wow, I'm lucking out now. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's terrific, and the people, great group of people with you, and yep. well-deserved, and, uh, you know, it's it's not like it's the end of the career, so, you know, it's wonderful to have it happen now. Yeah. Well, guys, I, thank you, I, and, and thank you most of all for your friendship. You have no idea how much I love all you guys uh-huh. and, and how great it is to, 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 to be able to stroll down here and you know, not get in the way. Be welcome. It's just, it's a great feeling. Likewise, and, and, and you guys deserve everything you get. And from what I understand, you get a lot. <laughs> 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 we get two weeks vacation now because of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I touch anything, if I touch anything at all, that was it. That was the lesson. John, you just took two weeks. You guys can take two weeks in a row. It's okay. They'll, They'll still be, be there when you get back. Don't worry about it. Bill hates that. But we love you for that.
All right, congratulations, John. You, you certainly Thank deserve you it. Wrong. John DeBella yeah. being inducted into the Philly <laughs> Walk of Fame today. We're lucky to know him. It's excellent. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment when we return. B-File and another shot at 1000 bucks, And the tickets hang in there. 33 WMMR presents Concert Cash. Your shot to win $1,000 cash five times a day. Plus, tickets to MMRBQ this September. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10, and noon. Then 3 and 5 p.m. Listen for the Concert Cash ticket window. Get the keyword. Enter it at WMMR.com or on the MMR app. You can also text it to 45911. Each winner from MMR gets a grand in cash. And two tickets to MMRBQ in September. See official rules at WMMR.com. It's Concert Cash. Sponsored by Meineke. Tires, brakes, batteries, and more. Doing car care right. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I know uh, we can do the Bizarre File and then still have a little bit of time left before we do the uh, Concert Cash keyword. I wanted to bring up something before we go to the Bizarre File. All right. Because uh, we have a little bit of time. To All right. Um, but, um... Uh, tomorrow's National Talk Like Bill Weston Day. Today is 420 Day, but it is also National High Five Day. And I wanted to mention this before we get past the day because I did not know the origin of the high five. Oh. And it's pretty damn interesting, uh, <laughs> to be honest. And by the way, do you know what I think has messed things up for the high five? What? The fist bump. The fist bump. Yeah. Okay, because I'm, I was playing golf with my buddy Jim the other day. Made a great shot. We go up to celebrate. Yeah. He throws a fist. I throw the high five. We do that stupid, awkward fist. Rock, into, paper, scissors. We do the rock, paper, scissors. And then I try to switch, and then he ends up going backwards the other way where I'm doing the fist, and he does the hand. And then we both stop, and we're like, we have to we have to start over again. I, I do not like the hand. I, I've never been a hand bump kind of guy. I don't like, I like I like the joy of a high five. Like, you know. Oh, Casey, the fist bump? You mean, yeah, yeah the you fist bump. That? Yeah, yeah. Case, when we rode the Velocicoaster. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's messed it up. We both I, looked at each other. It happens, uh, you know, all the time. Yeah. Partially because being Caucasian that, you know, you just mess it up altogether, <laughs> but, you but gotta... I, I don't, I don't, I'd rather high five. There's yeah. A, there's an audible. Do not yes. like the fist bump, you know? Yeah. Which, uh. It says it's celebratory. But uh, anyhow, here is the origin of it. Uh, there are various origin stories to the gesture, but the most widely accepted one pins the high five to a 1977 baseball game between the L.A. Dodgers and the Houston Astros. All right. Okay, it was the last game of the season, and Dodgers outfielder Dusty Baker had just hit a home run, his 30th of the season. Dusty's a good name. And that accomplishment made Dodgers' first team in uh, the first team in Major League history to have four players hit 30 homers. So it was a really big deal. Yeah. Baker's rookie teammate, Glenn Burke, was waiting for him on deck. And as Baker crossed home plate, Burke was just happy, triumphantly put his his hands up into the air. And according to Dodgers historian Mark Langle, he said, the way the legend goes, Glenn put his, uh, put his arm high in the air and Dusty didn't know what to do. So he just slapped it. Really? Wow. And okay. Then, and he just did it. 
the guy's hand was up, and, and he was excited. We're both excited, and he's just like, hey, bang, and he just reached out and hit it. Could have been one of a hundred. He could have gently cupped his genitals. He could have. And he didn't. He went for that. Yeah. And although slapping hands as a type of handshake did, dates back at least to the 1920s, there was something different about the way that Burke and Baker did it that instantly caught the public's attention. <laughs> uh, John Mullum, a journalist who has documented the High Fives history, relayed Burke's thoughts about the historic moment. He said the way he used to tell the story of that first high five with Dusty Baker wasn't necessarily that he had innovated something so much as that he was so overwhelmed with joy and pride of what Dusty had just done that the high five just came out of him and Dusty brought it, actually brought it out of him. Uh, From there, the Dodgers quickly adopted the high five as a symbol of team pride and they started doing it regularly over the next few seasons to the delight of the media and the fans and it took off after that. A 1980 advertisement for the Los Angeles Dodgers boasts the team's high five salute, Dodger Stadium, uh, according to Mark Langle. So they they named it. They yeah, named, they named it, high, it. Yep, high. So they codified salute. it. Now I have to imagine that there was a period in time, like, throughout history, that gesture seems like a natural reaction to put your hands up and, and maybe embrace hands or whatever. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to call to have it start from this point forward as the high five in the way it was done, that's pretty interesting. I'm so I'm blown away that it started in the 70s. Yeah. Like by the way, there's an interesting story to this too. Burke's tenure with the uh, the Dodgers was short lived. He uh, and his demise is mired by controversy. He was uh, openly gay among his teammates. It was a very very rare thing, especially in the 1970s. Uh, in 1978, despite uh, being an up-and-coming contributor to the team, he was traded to the Oakland Athletics, and some of Burke's teammates, main, uh, and his own teammates, maintain to this day that he was traded because of his sexuality. Uh, became an icon in the gay community, brought his uh, famous high-five with him as well in San Francisco's Castro District. Yeah. The high-five became a defiant symbol of gay pride. Hmm. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Uh, he, had, uh, he didn't serve very much uh, playing time in Oakland, uh, fell out of the major leagues after five seasons and died from complications of AIDS in 1995. He was 42 years old. I high five with pancake every single day. Uh, <laughs> Do after, you? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like our thing. It's 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 how you know I end up or my shift and begin his shift. Like when we get done here, oh, it's like passing the baton. Passing the baton. Yeah. So I take all of uh, our. We have like uh, sponsorship copies and stuff like that. I bring it back to the other studio. I put it all back. Once everything is put away, I turn around. I give him a high five, and then if Pierre's there, I give him a high five. Pierre does the high five? Well, it's funny because I right-hand high-five uh, Pancake and then left-hand high-five Pierre. Okay. I don't know why, but, like, now it's just it's, it's just the way of it. Yeah. And if uh, Pancake is off, whoever his producer is, if it's Connor, I have to high-five him. It's just a ritual. And now it's like an OCD thing. Absolutely. Yep. I think I'm going to make a pact with my friend Jim, who I golf with regularly, that we will only high-five from now on. Yeah, no, no more no, fist bumps. No more fist bumps. Yeah. It's just it, it, it ruins the moment. Yeah, you, 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 this like, thing is oh great. Yeah, God. let's celebrate. Oh, man, we messed that up. Massive joy. Now yeah. I feel like a total and dork. Why? Well, when you mess that up. When that happens. You, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's the worst when, when you, you both switch, right? So the person yes. can like, yes. Like, you go for the fist pump. He goes for the high five. You realize that you're not maxing up, and then you go to the high five. He goes to the fist. Oh, you're like, oh, my God, this is just the worst. Is, is there a term this. for that? Like Docking. I've heard it called like a turkey or something. Along oh those yes, when, is when, there? When I think goes, you're right. Yeah, if somebody goes for the high five and you go for the fist bump, everything the case was just describing. I'm not anti fist bump. Uh, it's but to me that's more of a greeting or a goodbye uh, or a, a, a an attaboy. A high five. That's a celebration. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, it should be that. like, here's the deal. If you guys are both going up for it at the same time, it universally should be high five. High five. Right? Yes. If somebody has already established that I have the fist out, okay, <laughs> now it's a fist bump. But you remember the high 10? That was a Yes, high yeah, five. I, I yes. like the high 10. Oh, yeah. That's In fact, did we do the high 10 on the Velocity Coaster? No, or was we just did the, the high five. Just the high five. Right, just right. The high five. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. What do you call it when uh, you go in uh, to use some tongue and the other person doesn't? Um, every night? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, sucks. thanks anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Thanks, it's thanks, anyway. thanks anyway. It's the Romano. <laughs> you call it the Romano. Yeah. Um. I ever tell you how I did a low three one time? Uh, I didn't want to. Uh, this guy, my friend's buddy. <laughs> okay, you'll understand what the low three is. is there... uh, oh, this dude grabbed me by the hips and thrust his <laughs> nether regions to my nether regions and all... Like the things, and then the 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 two things that hang underneath yeah, the, the balls. Thing, they all yeah. slapped against the each balls other. And, penis. Yeah. and I was like, "Dude, why did you just do that?" Like low three. Yes. Is that what he called it? No, that's what I just called it right now. <laughs> okay. But like, I was like, "Dan, his name's Dan. Yeah. And he lives in Texas now, so it doesn't even matter." But I was like, "Dude, why did you just do that?" Like our our genitalia, just all of it, just smashed together. Like, did it hurt? No, but it, it was, it was wonderful. <laughs> no, it was not wonderful, but it was, it was like wonderful. It felt like it was going in slow motion. It was like, <laughs> no. My balls just hit your balls. How is that tradition not taken off? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Three. I love uh, the, the low, low three. three. Okay. Dusty Baker gets the high five, and you get the low three. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Uh, really treated to something today, sports fans. It's the first time we've ever seen two players drop down and give each other a low three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyhow, it is uh, it's national high five. Right yeah. yeah. So no fist bumping today. All right. I, I don't high think five. so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Just high five. High five only. All right. Uh, it is now 10 a.m., which means we can do this. MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword. All right. The word is secret, S-E-C-R-E-T. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, and there's a bunch of ways you can do it. You can uh, do it on the contest page, WMMR.com. You can do it via the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest, and all MMR winners get two tickets to the MMRBQ Saturday, September 16th. Tickets are on sale now, and winners get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com for MMRBQ details. Text the word FINALLY to 39333 for links for the information. It is sponsored by Meineke, and again, the word for you is secret, S-E-C-R-E-T. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that's manufactured on site. They also have leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Uh, delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets, you can visit mulchthis.com. A dead body being transported for organ donation earlier this year may have unexpectedly saved a life after a hearse came dangerously close to going over a cliff. Oh. 
A man was driving a hearse down Interstate 70 around 3 a.m. on January 27th when the vehicle went off the road. Video from the scene shows the hearse hanging halfway off the snow-covered roadway. Wow. One responding officer sounded very surprised uh, that the situation wasn't uh, worse. You could hear him say while he was trudging toward the vehicle in the snow... That's a lucky mother effer right there. (laughs) That was a police term. The driver later said that the weight of the body he was transporting may have helped to prevent the car from falling over the edge and down the cliff. We're just uh, happy this guy was a fat slob. Uh, The hearse driver (laughs) claimed that he was run off the road by a red Dodge Durango. Uh, The young driver of the car can be heard recounting his experience over the phone. There's video footage of it. He says, they literally bounced me all the way off to the over to the cliff. Wow. Uh, he said I was like teetering and then when I like opened my eyes, I was like holy <laughs> f. <laughs> and I was coughing like crazy because there was smoke everywhere. Uh, the driver escaped unscathed and declined medical treatment, but it was the weight of the dead body in the back of the hearse that may have kept it from tipping over and going down the cliff. Have you ever been a Paul Bear? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yep. they they can weigh a lot. Yes. Yeah, I uh, I did it twice, and, and both times they were pretty elderly and light. Oh, there you so, go. Uh, yes. Uh, a man from Tempe is accused of criminal trespass and incident, uh, I'm sorry, and indecent exposure after he allegedly baptized himself while <laughs> naked at a fountain in Mesa Church over the weekend. I'll take care of this. Police say that Jeremiah Sykes, 20 years old, exposed himself while in a baptism fa- uh, fountain at uh, One Life Church on Saturday. Uh, officers were told that the man was just sitting there, refusing to leave, and that as police were called, Sykes reportedly grabbed a blanket and left. Officers found him nearby, still Not naked. Not yet, I want to make some fart bubbles. And holding a blanket. <laughs> Sykes admitted to baptize him himself naked, but that he had left once he was asked to leave. And at the scene, officers arrested him on recommended charges of indecent exposure and criminal trespass. Uh, he also had some outstanding warrants. Once he was taken to the jail, he reportedly threw his socks at one of the detention officers. And that officer... You could have killed him. someone! He reportedly threw a punch hitting the officer in the head. Another officer was also struck while trying to intervene. Ultimately, authorities were able to restrain him. And after he had his Miranda rights read to him, he didn't answer any more questions. But he baptized himself, so he's got that going for him. Which is nice. <laughs> a New Zealand... Hunting competition. Now, when I first got this story, right, uh, it was uh, full speed ahead. They have since canceled this. Okay, so right. a New Zealand hunting competition has promoted uproar over a new category where children compete to kill as many feral cats as possible for cash prize. Oh uh, the North Canterbury Hunting Competition. Announced a new category on Saturday where children 14 and under will hunt feral cats for the possibility of a $250 prize. We've since replaced it with our new Decapitate the Elderly contest. Which hope will be a good time, good Saturday afternoon. Uh, prospective entrants were warned that killing anyone's beloved pet would see them expelled from the running. So don't go killing pets now. No. Uh, any children who produce dead microchipped cats would have their entire entry disqualified. Our baby home run hitting contest. Uh, animal rights campaigners, however, don't believe that the safeguard would be uh, sufficient. They said disqualifying dead cats with microchips is a little too late. <laughs> they said it's not even an ambulance, but a grave at the bottom of a cliff. It's pretty horrifying. Uh, so feral and domestic cats are a serious threat to biodiversity and native wildlife in New Zealand, they eat endangered native birds and eggs, lizards, bats, and insects. 
Uh, the issue of their control has been previously a heated political matter. In 2013, political campaigner and founder of the Opportunities Party, Gareth Morgan, made headlines when he called for all of New Zealand's to be eradicated. And he dubbed them natural-born killers and sadists of the animal kingdom. So what if he say today he's not a cat guy? I don't think he's yeah. a cat guy. No. But they have canceled the children's feral cat hunt, by the way. <laughs> oh, Mommy, I wanted to go kill some kitties. A number of posts about people crashing into houses have surfaced lately. I had one yesterday, actually. Landed on the house. Uh, normally, drivers who hit people's houses only hit the first floor because that's where the road usually is. But one California driver somehow managed to launch their car in, onto the second floor of the house they hit. This is the, had the similar story yes. yesterday. Uh, the crash in question took place in Placer County, California, between Sacramento and Lake Tahoe. And while the basics of what happened are clear, a Subaru Outback ended up on the second story of someone's house. Uh, We don't know exactly how the car got up there. Maybe speed was a factor, but officials have yet to explain how the car got airborne or the condition of the driver at the time of the crash. Well, it either launched for speed or drove up the steps. Uh, The good news is no one in the house was hurt. The driver was reportedly injured, but it appears their injuries from flying into a house were minor in order to rescue the driver, though the emergency crews had to cut off the power to the house to stabilize the roof enough for them to get up there and help them out safely. And that is the last story I have for the Bizarre Foundry. Thank you, man. All right, so we have about uh, the eight minutes left for you to enter the word secret. That is our MMR Concert Cash giveaway uh, secret uh, word that you need to enter the keyword. Uh, so it's secret, S-E-C-R-E-T, and you can enter that by doing it at the uh, at WMMR.com or through the app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. However you do it, do it now before it is too late. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. It's a scientific fact. People like free shoot. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 20 minutes after 10 in the Preston and Steve Show on this uh, Thursday, or yeah, Thursday morning, uh, 420, by the way. And a beautiful day today, by the way, 73 degrees and sunshine. So that's right in the heart of it. Uh, Tomorrow, more summer-like temperatures, high 82 and partly cloudy. And then we have some rain on Saturday in the afternoon, high 79. Then we cool off, you know, that front comes through. And then Sunday's high only about 64 degrees, uh, mostly sunny skies. So I'm even cooler. Okay. Are you getting out to play at all? I'm going to try to play, yes, this weekend on Sunday. I think I would like to do that. Um, and your dad's a huge golf fan. He doesn't play, but he, he enjoys going along? Yeah, he, I've actually brought him along. Uh, he can't play. His shoulder's just way out of whack. But, um, yeah, so I brought him along uh, to ride in the cart with me and had a blast. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, we're actually going horseback riding uh, on uh, on Friday. Awesome. Yeah. We'll take the horses over to the golf course. Um, well, no, but you know what? I We've done it like a number of times, but not in the area. And so I started looking around, and sure enough, there's a place out in Collegeville where they take you out on a trail. Oh, yeah. It's probably right by me. Uh, it's in uh, Evansburg um, Park. Evansburg State Park. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple oh places. God, I'm going to have to ice my crotch. Um, we have, uh, <laughs> before I took Carter on a trip to Wyoming to a dude ranch, 
We went there and we rode horses a couple times okay. just to get it's used fun. to it. I love it. it. It's great. Sometimes yeah. when you, I did one time, Kathy, it was upstate uh, New York and my uh, niece had worked at a ranch. And so I, we spent the most time I've ever spent on a horse galloping, you know, like, like at, a, at a good <laughs> yeah, clip. Yeah. And you don't realize it. Oh, it beat you up. Holy hell. Yes, it beat you up. Jesus. The no later question. on that night, I'm like, oh, my God. You guys will just be walking, though, Kath. That's, they, they don't do, you know, cantering. Yeah, or, right, right, right. Loping, as yeah, they, they call s- it. Yeah, they said they ride to the, you know, lowest level um, of the, the rider. So we right. have a couple beginners. Yeah, so. you're going to be, be right by me while you're doing that. It's cool. It's really nice. The weather's going to be beautiful that, for that type of activity. <gasps> Ooh. Horse yeah. activity. Equestrian. Equestrian activities. All right. Uh, I'm going to ask today's lesson question, and we are going to give away a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card for the correct answer to this. And sometimes, you know, we'll grab something from way earlier in the show, and every now and then we'll throw one at you that's just recently. Dusty Baker invented the high five. What did Casey invent? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Dusty Baker invented the high five. What did Casey invent? 215-263-WMMR was just a few minutes ago. If you heard it and you know the answer, call now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Rita's Water Ice. Rita's is freezing up the flavor for your next coffee fix with their new cold brew frozen coffee. Sink your straw into the perfect pick-me-up with three great flavors, mocha, caramel, and cold brew, and you can get yours today. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, she won an Oscar for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and now Michelle Yeoh says she's looking for even bigger challenges. In fact, earlier this week, Yeoh announced her first post-Oscar role will be as football legend John Madden. Wow! That's going to be wild. (laughs) And uh, Lindsay Lohan, she enjoyed a celebratory dinner-slash-baby shower with their family in New York before heading to Dubai in advance of her delivery date, Lindsay admits she would prefer to give birth in Abu Dhabi yes. over Dubai because the people of Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but the people of Abu Dhabi do. Yeah. I'm so glad you did that. <laughs> Finally, uh-huh. believe it or not, this is true, Alec Baldwin and the cast and crew of the movie Rust back on location to resume filming today. Baldwin is also an executive producer, says... He's shooting for a fall release. (laughs) And that's your Hollywood show. All righty. We will see if we can indeed find an answer to the lesson question. Dusty Baker invented the high five. What did Casey invent? 215-263-WMMR. And we're going to go to Scott. Scott knows the answer. Hey, Scott, good morning. Oh, yeah. I love it. All right, uh, Scott, what did Casey invent, please? It is the low three. The low three, yes. Hang on, Scotty. We're going to give you a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Sunday brunch is on the menu of Bonefish Grill. Feast on new savory selections like frittatas and Grand Marnier French toast sticks that pair with a collection of of shareable sangria and margarita pitchers. And you can visit bonefishgrill.com for the information. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 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 
right, a couple things to run by. Oh, real quick, sponsor brought to you uh, by Horizon Services. From cold showers to clogged drains, Horizon's highly trained expert plumbers are there when you need them. Uh, with 24-hour emergency plumbing solutions, visit HorizonEasyBook.com to book in 30 seconds. Uh, the NFL announced that Fallout Boy and Motley Crue will be headlining acts, the headlining acts for the NFL Draft Concert Series. Oh Fallout Boy and Motley Crue? Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that they, this, I know. I mean, it's the NFL Now for draft. the draft. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you okay, kidding so, me? So you have, obviously, the, the, the uh, halftime show became what it was, and then you started having the pregame show. Yeah. And then the night before the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. And now we're doing the draft concerts. Yeah, and then, yeah. Yep. Listen, the, the NFL is uh, great at making money. Yep, they're wonderful at making money. Where is it money. again this year? Uh, it's in Kansas City. All right. Yep, so Fall Out Boy will take the stage following round one on Thursday, April 27th. After round three of the drafts, Motley Crue will headline day two on Friday, April 28th. Uh, the concerts are free. That will take place as part of the 2023 NFL draft in Kansas City. And runs uh, April 27th through the 29th. So I was just looking up some of the information, and Casey mentioned that it was in Kansas City. But Casey, what I didn't realize, and I probably should have at this point, every team has their own draft party. So there's an official Eagles draft party. There's oh. an official Carolina the Panthers party. You know, and so there or in their respective no, in cities. their respective cities. So just you talk about uh, being able to make money. All of the teams are also making money beneath the league, making money. I mean, it's uh, it's it's an event, right? And the Eagles sure. have. Two, you know, first round draft picks, and for years, you know, minus that that uh, pandemic year, I, I get together with my brother. You know, we'll, we'll yeah. like have a cigar and we'll watch the draft, and you know, I've, I've watched events over the years. Um, some things that are a success, <clears throat> they try to get too big, yeah, yeah. and they then it. and then it par- it either kills it or they end up having to pair it back. It still keeps going with the NFL. Like mm-hmm. it hasn't. It hasn't reached yeah. peak. Where's the ceiling on this? Too much. Yeah. Well, I mean, on Thanksgiving, right? So Thanksgiving was that's all, an NFL event. It, it is, yeah. and it was for the longest time. It was Detroit had a home game. Dallas had a home game. You're right. Now they have a flex game. Well, not necessarily flex, but now there's a night game that uh, you know is being. But also they have halftime shows. Uh, for the the Lions and the Cowboys games, like like yeah. concerts on the, the the field. I mean, you go back further when you know when Monday night was the anomaly, mm-hmm. and then they had Thursday night, yeah, and now oh, Sunday night, Sunday yeah. night. I, I mean, it's yeah, Sunday night is bigger than Monday night because Sunday night is national TV, whereas Monday night is ESPN. I thought Thursday night was going to prove to be. Um, an issue, right? Well, I think successful. it is. I think that there's an issue with Thursday night. I like Thursday night football, um, but the so this is music news, by the yeah, way. Yeah. I, I <laughs> um, the the games last year sucked, right? But the NFL, they they look ahead at the schedule and they go, okay, we think that these two teams playing will will actually have like some sort of national attention, and it just so happens that most of the games this this uh, past season on Thursday nights. Had teams that kind of sucked, and, and the game sucked. So now the NFL is like, well, we're going to flex, which means that they can change at the last minute. Oh, you're, you're not playing on Sunday anymore. You're going to play on Thursday mm-hmm. night. Really? Yeah. They can okay. de-suck it. All right. Uh, well, anyhow, moving on to other things in music news. Stained guitarist and founding member Mike Mashuk took opened up about the uh, band's new album, Confessions of the Fallen. Uh, during an interview, he said, it's been a long time coming. It's took it's took us a while to get to the end, but I'm really happy with the final outcome. He said, listen, it's been 12 years since our last record. Uh, but I want to say, really, things started coming together probably when we were on the Corn Tour in 2021. 
uh, spent a lot of time working on music. And I was able to get together with Aaron Lewis on that tour and play him some uh, ideas and kind of go through and figure out what he liked and where uh, he was and get some direction as to where to go. A lot of it came together on that tour, and it was the following year that we hired uh, Eric Ron and really started putting things together. I'm not a huge fan of Stain, but I've heard that on this latest album that they have two different audio engineers. They have a Russian audio engineer and a Czech one, too. You even got a you got a wow at a Craig Legans. <laughs> oh. I mean, when that guy's rolling his eyes, that, that was almost that was almost like antimatter. So you got a Russian and a Czech one too. Yeah, and a I, Czech one too. I, I know. I, I, yeah, I was just giving it a different inflection. <laughs> I got you. So. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. I like it. My favorite part of those things is the is, awkward silence. It, no, is not that. I can tell it's coming because you do this yeah. thing. Yeah, you you go like this. Yeah, yeah. He gets all excited. Body, yeah, you yeah. sit up straight. Yeah, you yeah. sit up really straight, and you're <laughs> and your 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 oh, movements man. are very quick. I had one that I was going to do last <laughs> no, week. No, no, do it. No, no, no. no, no. If, if you can if you can if you can surpass this one I would appreciate it. No, no, but that save the it. one that I just did Kath, the one I told you about that yeah. this wasn't that one. I know. Yeah, so yeah. save it. No, I'm I'm going to Is it good? It. You've heard it? No, There's I There's like them. a whole thing that goes with it oh, and yeah. we need some interaction from other people. It's okay. there's a lot. No. All right. All right. Just pay well, attention we, and Let's debut right. it tomorrow. We're not going to a.m. Last story, uh, extreme. <laughs> I, I love the love-hate relationship with uh, yeah. with the dad jokes. There is. Yeah. It's really, uh, it's a, it's a driving a wedge between our listening audience. Yeah. <laughs> People really love them. Hey, I have a love-hate relationship. I, yeah. I, on some level, yeah. I, I think it's stupid, and, and why waste the time? And on the other side, uh-huh. and there's something really funny. Well, well, they're, watch, they're good. They're good. When yeah. I watch you, most of them, you react the same way. You are... Highly annoyed in the beginning, and then by the end of it, you're laughing. Know, know. In the beginning, you're like, "Could I get away with murder?" Right now? <laughs> huh. I wonder. I wonder. All right, one last uh, music news story: the, the band Extreme and uh, Living Color are joining forces for a 19 date summer run. Oh, they're um, they're going to make a super group. No, they will be the Extreme Color. That I see them coming to us is in uh, Reading at the Santander. Performance Arts Center. They're also going to be in Sayersville, or Sayersville, uh, New Jersey, at Starland Ballroom. Uh, but uh, Extreme has dropped new... Uh, uh, by the way, Reading is August 8th, mm-hmm. and uh, Sayersville is August 10th. What? Oh, they're playing the Keswick. I didn't oh, see that. nice. Okay, so August 12th, they'll play the Keswick. Okay. I, Extreme is a band I really like. Um, so they uh, uh, will release their latest album, titled Six, on Six. June 9th. <laughs> Six coming out in the dark. It's a new one from Extreme. It's called sex. Uh, the album's re- lovers everywhere enjoy the sensuality. The album, sex. the album's t- lead single is Rise. Rise, and it hits number. It hit number one. Uh, no, it hit number three. Should hit number six on the classic rock. Take chart. the seventh color for anyone who wants to win those Eagles barbecue tongs. <laughs> sick. You said it's August twelfth at yeah. the Keswick. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, that's a Saturday. Okay. So, oh, man. I'd love to get those guys in studio. It'd be great. The Living Color guys, I mean. Do our uh, show on Saturday. And then. All right. Hey, Extreme has uh, dropped two new videos this week for the songs Banshee and Banshee Rebel. Banshee and Rebel. 
And uh, Living Colors last album was in 2017. All right, there you go. That's it. That's all I have. Last time I remember you Check one, two. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. There's a follow-up. Keep trying. Hang in there, man. I'm gonna we're gonna, eventually I'm gonna people will forgot they heard it. <laughs> we're going to take a break. And we'll be back in a moment to wrap up the show. Stay with us. just went on sale. And this weekend, MMR features hit tracks and fan favorites from the eight bands rocking the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion September 16th. Also this weekend, you can win your way into the pit with three of your pals. See Shine Down. Billy Idol. Larkin Poe. Aaron Jones. Dirty Honey. Finger 11. Just for one thing. Tiger Cub. Local shots artist Vixen 77. Plus Preston and Steve's side stick. Including a DJ set from Jackie Bam Bam. Grab the best seats now before they're gone. And come celebrate with the MMR fam at Summer Swan Song. Text FOMO to 39333 for an info link. And your shot this weekend to win a four-pack of pit tickets. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. As we are wrapping things up for today, Thursday. So now, officially, it's No Sad Bro Friday. Yes! Because at the end of the show on Thursday, it becomes No Sad Bro Friday automatically. So we're looking forward to that. And it's talk like Bill Weston Day Eve. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's right. Eve. I didn't even <laughs> yeah, think of yeah, it. Yeah. Yes. Will he come visit us overnight? I think and, so. Okay. Just I'm bringing toys to the children of the world. Listen for a little... Yeah, Santa's got to go. That's perfect. That's right. That's what he says as he's leaving. Have you been naughty? Have you been nice? Did you eat soup? <laughs> uh, Santa's got to go. <laughs> One oh more sleep till talk like Bill Weston Day. Oh, oh yay. Uh, I would like to thank... Uh, What's that on the roof I hear? He's <laughs> 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 got silver hair. He's yeah. wearing black. I would like to thank our friend Craig Legans for stopping hey. in this morning. Being on the air, Craig, who's the host of the uh, Comic Book Gurus podcast, is hosting an event on Sunday. It is the Autism Wings second annual talent show, and it will be at Plymouth White Marsh High School from one to three. And it's a it's a fundraiser, obviously supporting uh, you know and helping people with autism. Uh, but if if you or someone you know uh, has autism and you have a performance you want to do of any kind. Anything. It doesn't mean just singing and dancing, all kinds of stuff. Uh, you can be a part of this. And you can reach out to autismwings.org and get registered and sign up. Or you can just go and watch and have a good time. You don't have to be a performer. but it's Everything a, from knock-knock jokes to Titanic knowledge and yeah. all that. Whatever you got. Anything that, uh, that you want to showcase. Yes. Uh, so, again, it's autismwings.org, by the way. Uh, and also, thank you to John DeBella. Yeah. John is getting his uh, Philadelphia Walk of Fame uh, plaque today. In fact, it's happening in about an hour from now, a little less than an hour. They're going to reveal it to him. It's yeah. very cool, you know, the, the, the ceremony, and he deserves it. Right there on Broad. I think he said at Broad and Pine is yeah. exactly where his yep. is going to be. So it was great chatting with uh, John this morning, uh, which was awesome. And uh, someday to have his own plaque on the Philadelphia Walk of Fame. Jackie Bam Bam is here. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's got to happen. I am so not worthy. Uh, yeah, but it was so. great talking to John. And yeah. the whole world knows he's getting inducted because coming here, thank God for Yo Romano's traffic reports, the vine is shut down. I'm like, they know John is getting inducted. <laughs> 
And I thought Craig Lagans, Craig Lagans, you say his name twice or three times, he will appear again, but I thought he would leave me a gift of Chunky, but I don't see any no, Chunkies. Oh. Can you, you like share Chunky on your desk? Do you like Chunkies, too? I, I was like, wait, he did it what? On and her desk? Like a but chunky no. on her desk. <laughs> yeah. so, it, it, Jackie has a major sweet tooth. I do. So, yeah. Did oh. he eat your, uh, all your lollipops? Um, yeah, he, I got blamed or something. Casey's like, did you come in here and take my lollipops? I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't blame. About? I was just asking questions. Was it you? My, well, was I it like you? the Tootsie Roll Pops or something. The Tootsie Pops. I, he didn't write me back. Uh, Is right. that what they were? No. No, they were Blow Pops. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't you. I, lo- I lost the enamel on my teeth many moons ago. You should know that. We've traveled together. We've yes. had long, late-night conversations. So yes. I try and Can stay away from the sugar. <laughs> I have no enamel. On you my try. Teeth. Wait, you try and stay away from the sugar. Yes. I thought you said he has a sweet tooth. Oh my god! I I, I gave do. him a, a box of Zittner's buttercrack eggs. Oh, now sh- these things are supposed to last a week or whatever. My mom's listening. Oh, Don't give them to him. Finished, I'll go off the walls. He finished it in about four minutes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like put it pre-basing, right? Yeah. I go in the uh, CVS and the Walmart. There's a whole aisle. I'm like, yeah. yummy. <laughs> <laughs> Security, could you come up front, please? Wow. All right. Well, we're learning more. There's a large woman looking at the candy. <laughs> learning more about Jackie Bam. With a big nose. <laughs> All right, should we do the letter of the day, Jackie? We should. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... The letter P, as in Pierre. All right, and we have $500 from the Bagster. Yeah. The Bagster is by far the most... Now, hang on a second here. Uh-huh. Why after the letter, and then I start to, to do... He's so excited. I start doing the prize. Jackie, do you notice what he yeah, does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He starts pointing and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and gesturing and shaking. And uh-huh. I, I don't know why that is. He did, Listen, he is so excited to be here right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. All right, anyhow. Brought to He's you dropping by. a chunky in his pants. <laughs> the Bagster is by far the most convenient... <laughs> Convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup. You can go buy it at any home improvement store. Fill it and simply schedule your collection and it's gone. Oh. Clean it up with the Baxter. Don't turn the back. What did he just do? He's just so adorable. He's so adorable. Spirit fingers. Imagine right. if I slept. Right. Yeah, no, right? You'd Preston. Normal. Sorry, you know uh, Jackie's going to be, he's going to help out with Kathy's Cuts. He's going to be yeah. at the Mount Laurel location yes. uh, on May 1st. Awesome. He, he's going to be over at Vibe and I'm going to be at Gravity Hair Salon. Okay. All right. When is this coming up? What's this the date? This is Monday, May 1st. May 1st. And by the way, if anybody, we booked up pretty quick but um, people who can't make it or they don't meet the requirements uh, when they cancel, that'll pop up. So you can keep checking PrestonandSteve.com in case, you know, something po- opens up. Okay. That's next Monday, right? May 1st? Is that when it is? No, two Not Mondays. this two coming Mondays? Monday, okay. but the following. We're, we're ready. Okay. Uh, what's up on the show today, man? Your next chance at $1,000. Of course, at noon, I'll give you that uh, big word and MMRBQ tickets on the docket for our workforce blocks today. Aerosmith, 30th anniversary, get a grip. So all them uh, MTV songs with Alicia Silverstone and Liv Tyler, we'll get to them. And we're going to hail the Mary Jean, and uh, you might need a hookah. I'm going <laughs> to overextend my play of 420 songs. All right. I love it. All right. Thank you, Jackie. And I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you by Sequoia Outback, making backyards beautiful all over the Delaware Valley for over 25 years. Dexplies.com also brought to you by... Duncan, the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Tomorrow on the program, as I said, No Sad Bro Friday. Yes. We'll have more of the concert cash. We will also have Roy Wood Jr. from The oh, Daily Show joining us. And comedian Trey Kennedy Hi. in studio. Uh, up the week. Nice. And 
Talk like Bill Weston Day. I got this text. It says, hey, a year ago tomorrow was Talk Like Bill Weston Day. Is Talk Like Bill Weston Day an annual event, or do you shut the barn door on that? <laughs> and then they said, I know funny, and that was funny. <laughs> yeah. All right, so join us for Talk Like Bill Weston Day tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. See you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Santa's got to go. On 93.3 WMMR. Bing, <laughs> I need you to stop talking and listen to me. What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping, or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. Tavala is a first-of-its-kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. First, choose from a variety of chef-crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tavala smart oven, while the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook. Just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify mealtime today with Tavala. Go to Tavala.com now to save $150 on a Tavala smart oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A dot com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tavala.com.